Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking white man. And a white female, too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement, this, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. Ooh. Bitch, you got coronavirus. I believe in the sand beneath my toes. The beach gives a feeling and nothing feeling. I believe in the faith that grows. Breaking news, Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden has made his choice. Hi, 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 hi. Sorry to keep you. That's all right. You ready to go to work? Oh, my God. I'm so ready to go to work. First of all, is the answer yes? The answer is absolutely <laughs> yes, Joe. And I'm ready to work. I am ready to do this with you, for you. I, I just, I'm just deeply honored and I'm very excited. Hey, goodbye. Donald Trump has already started his attacks, calling Kamala, quote, nasty, whining about how she is, quote, mean. It's no surprise because whining is what Donald Trump does best. Fucking own, bitch! Better than any president in American history. When I agreed to serve as President Obama's running mate, he asked me a number of questions, as I've asked Kamala. He asked me what I wanted, most importantly. I told him I wanted to be the last person in the room before he made important decisions. That's what I asked Kamala. <laughs> you are fake news. You don't start making more sense, we're gonna have to put you in a home. Very effective. And that little girl was me. Oh, good for you. All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Skag free wherever he is. Get your car back out of here. You are a terrific team on all counts. All right, go, go. Yeah, five, four, three. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Hello and welcome to the show it is a great show it is a terrific show it is a tremendous show frankly the best you can't ask anyone about that people often do this is beauty and the beta my name is matt christensen i'm flanked on my right as always by my wonderful co-host blonde welcome hello better late than never uh sorry for the late start there I don't want to spend too much time explaining the technical details. Long story short, whose fault do you think it is? Susan goddamn wiki wiki. That's whose fault it is. So yet again, Susan has decided she's just going to change a whole bunch of things on the YouTube back end where we manage our stream, much like she's done with Super Chat and your video manager and all of these things you might be familiar with if you dabble in YouTube. This time, she changes all the stuff that you, you where you control your actual your actual stream settings and what she did without telling anyone without a simple email is she changed the address to which i have to send the stream to youtube so my stream software is sending the the youtube signal uh to a place where it doesn't that doesn't do anything anymore because susan decided to change that address without saying a damn thing so okay so when my live chat stopped coming through do i have a different do I need to open a new live chat now? Maybe it's possible you have a totally just go to my live page or go to my, yeah. my channel page. I see we have a healthy population of people over on D live right now there because of this. So thank you guys for heading over to D live too. Cause you never know when the day of Susan comes, whether it's intentional punishment for wrong think, or whether it's just uh, technical incompetence or weird changes that are made without saying anything. But 
I will bore you with the technical details no longer. We'll live, we're live, and that's all that matters. Uh, I, I'm excited to talk about the vice presidential pick, Kamala Harris, as uh, Joe Biden calls her. The Politico leak weeks ago, I think, was legit. The new face saw thing on Al Sharpton's show was yeah. legit. Uh, so it's not necessarily surprising that Kamala Harris is the pick, but I can't figure out the pick. I think she's quite possibly the worst choice he could have made for a bunch of reasons. For sure. And nobody's really talking about the clear collusion between the media and the Democratic Party with this political leak. Nobody's talking about this. Why? Yeah, it, it would appear that Politico had some serious inside information. and From uh, the Biden party. Yeah, yeah. Campaign. When we were live last, uh, when this was all screwed up, you were you were reminiscing about your prediction, though. Kamala Harris potentially the future president of the United States, not that far off. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? I didn't expect it to go this way, though. It's a weird, non-traditional route, but uh, we'll go through it all. Uh, plus, another week, another case of horrible violence that, of course, doesn't fit the narrative. So you're not going to you're not going to hear much of it, but you certainly won't see any rioting or looting about it. That's a uh, five year old Canon Hinnant, uh, who was murdered by his neighbor in North Carolina, We'll go through the facts and hear what his dad has to say about it. Just an awful story with a lot of information that's still yet to come out. Why this happened seems to be somewhat of a mystery, unless you've uncovered something that I haven't. Don't we all know why it happened? I, I, I honestly don't know. Even the dad said, I don't know. The dad was hanging out with this guy. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe uh, who knows? Who knows what they're doing? But. Dad and dad and the murderer were just hanging out, drinking a beer a few days ago, he says. Speaking of um, and speaking of riots or riots that won't happen, uh, there are plenty of riots that will happen or have happened or continue to happen. Rioting and looting and general degeneracy uh, continues and there are updates to cover. It's not getting better in Seattle or Chicago and the rest. But uh, Antifa even tried to show up in Sturgis at the motorcycle rally, apparently. Uh, that's if the Twitter videos are to be believed. I had a hard time finding news coverage of this, but I saw the videos. It's just mobs, uh, mobs swarming and people getting arrested at uh, at Corona Apocalypse in Sturgis, South Dakota. And uh, and and speaking of what, I just I just feel so worn out by this coronavirus thing. <sighs> well, get ready because this stuff out of Australia is totally oh, insane. I mean, I, I, yeah. I worry about the creeping Corona tyranny in this country. And then I look at Australia and the scenes in Melbourne, listener favorite Melbourne. And I'm thinking, well, it's freaking 1776 here compared to that. That stuff is nuts. Yeah, for sure. And then what about New Zealand just totally shutting everything down because um, of four cases? I didn't even Shut hear about that. Down. It's just you, yeah. as in internally, it's not even shut down their borders. You can't do anything. You can't go oh, outside yeah, it's, your home it's type stuff. Major restrictions. Yeah. Well, well, we'll go through everything that's happening in Melbourne, including a, a footage emerging this week of a cop choking a woman over her initially over her refusal to wear a mask. It got a little more complicated than that, but that was the nature of the confrontation. Plus a couple hoax hate entries to close. And we will take super chats on YouTube, Streamlabs and DLive in between topics and to close the show as well. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is special deals from listener owned businesses. 
of course. And this week, our feature business is uh, our friends over at Sonoran Defense Technologies. So if you're worried about mobs of looters or rioters roaming the streets and through your neighborhood, if you're uh, maybe you're in California and you're a resident who uh, would like to exercise your long infringed upon right to defend yourself with standard capacity magazines, more on that in a moment. If you're one of those people, then you got to talk to our friends at Sonoran Defense Technologies. Sonoran Defense is a firearms dealer based in Arizona, but they have a focus on the online community. Sonoran specializes in custom laser Glock stippling. So if you're in the market for a trusty and unique defense piece, or maybe that Glock in your safe that's been sitting around uh, for a while just needs a little sprucing up, Sonoran can help you build something very cool and very nice. Their stipple packages are beautiful and functional. They customized a Glock 19 for me personally, and I can tell you they feel as cool as they look. And it's not just Glocks uh, or guns either. Sonoran can laser mark magazines and they can laser mark other items for you as well. They have awesome designs available on their website. They even have secret designs known only through their Instagram page at Sonoran Defense. And they can create something totally custom for you using your own graphics as well. Uh, Sonoran offers 10% off all their products and services using the promo code G's. That's J-E-E-Z. Find everything you need from Sonoran Defense, plus other awesome deals from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Charity Swipes, Phoenix Ammunition, Hero Soap Company, and more at mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. We had a, uh, a meetup down Texas way this week as well. Nice. You guys in Austin uh, having a meetup. That's very cool to see. And uh, I, don't, I was trying to think of like an AK joke to make here about Austin, but uh, it's, it's escaping me. So anyway, uh, Wait, thank- Matt. <laughs> I know I should have prepped one. I didn't have I didn't write one in the notes. Anyway, uh, glad to see you guys hanging out in Austin. If you would like to meet new friends who listen to the show uh, or just new friends who may not be crazy, you can check that out on the website as well. MattChristensenMedia.com slash community is where people are uh, submitting their meetup info and new friends are being made. Last uh, little piece of housekeeping. Uh, thanks for patience uh, with the time off this week. The call-in show will return as normal on Wednesday, as will my normal short videos on Wednesday and Saturday. Maybe a blonde video is coming someday. Could happen. Nah, I don't know. What's the point? YouTube is totally jump a shark. You know, I, re- I recognize the hypocrisy of streaming on YouTube while talking about how YouTube is over, but like, I feel like the era of me making videos is kind of coming. We're fiddling on, on the Titanic as it sinks. I'm fiddling on the Titanic of this country as it sinks, and I'm fiddling on the Titanic of YouTube as it sinks too. I hear you. Well, did you see the, uh, the headlines about the president's brother this I weekend? I did. So if you didn't hear... Uh, Robert Trump, the president's 71-year-old younger brother, died Saturday of an undisclosed illness. Uh, In a statement, the president said, quote, It is with a heavy heart that I share my wonderful brother, Robert, peacefully passed away tonight. He was not just my brother. He was my best friend. He will be greatly missed, and we will meet again. His memory will live in my heart forever. Robert, I love you. Rest in peace. Oh, man. Bummer. And the Washington Post of course, got hard at work trying to outdo itself for uh, most ridiculous obituary headlines. Their original headline on this story read, quote, Robert Trump, younger brother of President Trump, who filed lawsuit against Nice, dies at 71. This is a reference. Really natural. It just rolls right off the tongue. That's what he's known for, 
for filing yeah. a lawsuit against Mary Trump in an attempt to stop the publication uh, of her book earlier this summer. Now, as of Sunday morning, the Washington Post has now revised the headline to read simply Robert Trump, younger brother of the president, dies at 71. <laughs> God. Much better. But there's, as far as I can tell, there's no editor's note in here explaining why the change or what the thinking was. They just decided to abandon the original one. Okay. You remember, the Washington Post is quite skilled at these things. They gave a much kinder obituary headline to ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. That was just October. Remember, it's austere religious scholar. Austere religious scholar. Yeah. Yes. How could I forget? So they're, they're very skilled with these things, the Washington Post. Uh, meanwhile, over on Twitter, hashtag wrong Trump has trended all day. That referring oh. to God chose the wrong Trump to bring home. I don't know. I mean, we've talked a lot about whether or not you should rejoice when certain people die, like the the morality of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of am sympathetic to this uh, point of view, but I reserve the right to laugh about Nancy Pelosi or any number of people dying. Well, when the time comes as with anything else, I just want some consistency. So I look forward to, um, well, I don't know. I can't think of a clever RBG one, but you know, they're going to be out there. I look forward to that trending number three on Twitter all day, as it was about two in the afternoon. When I looked this wrong Trump one, Nancy Pelosi, as you mentioned, when those are tr- top trends on Twitter, I'll say, okay, well, at least they're consistent. You know, that's yeah. never going to happen though. Yep. Uh, also, we mentioned last week the uh, woke sports are coming back and they're they're putting up some underwhelming numbers. No, unbelievably so. Yeah, they're putting up some underwhelming numbers. Uh, we talked about the NBA, Major League Baseball, NASCAR, and the rest of the kneelers and company. They they weren't looking good. Well, it's also not looking good for the NFL. At least if HBO's Hard Knocks series is any indicator for what to expect with the upcoming NFL season. So HBO's Hard Knocks show follows a team through training camp each year. And this year it's actually two teams. Apparently the two in Los Angeles, the Rams and the chargers. Well, the new season premiered on Tuesday to abysmally low viewership, just 273,000 viewers on TV. That figured of course, doesn't include streaming numbers yet, but consider that last year, the hard Knocks season premiere with the Browns averaged 705,000 viewers on TV. Ooh. So that's a 61% drop in TV viewership. There's no way that drop is explained only by increased streaming viewership that's yet to come. And remember, as we had listeners point out, all of these low sports viewing numbers come in a context where people theoretically should be more thirsty to view sports, not less. We haven't had live sports for going on half a year Uh, or five months or so now that you've made it now that you make a sit through a Marxist uh, anti-America pregame show a lot of people apparently are not tuning in and whether this will uh, carry over this trend to the NFL season well remember the NFL has already stated they're doing away with live national anthems this year they'll only have pre-recorded ones what and you know there's going to be way more kneeling can be pre-recorded anthems with kneeling and the nfl is also considering allowing players to wear social justice patches on their uniforms God, so. what a bunch of pussies okay unpopular opinion i think part of it is all this woke stuff but another part is that people taking a break from sports have made them realize what an incredible waste of time it is and they don't care about the national camaraderie because 
we have nothing in common with like half the country. I'm so. sure. I'm sure there are several factors. It's not strictly the 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 kneeling and the woke stuff. Oh, and you but can't hang out with other people to watch sports. That's true. A lot of people like to go to bars to watch sports. A lot of people like to have their buddies over, that sort of thing. So, yeah, there's a lot of factors. But uh, but the more they commit to this uh, to this leftist social justice messaging, the more they politicize it and make it uh, about make it about politics instead of just playing the game. The more this stuff's going to carry on. But I look forward to all these league commissioners coming out and listing every excuse under the sun for why. Yeah viewership is tanking except for yeah. the obvious reasons uh, catch me up on james younger because i didn't have time to look at this story other than what we had seen in the past about this little boy and was he in texas yeah yeah um let's give a little breakdown i don't want to talk about this for too long but i was reading about this today and what has happened here is the worst miscarriage of justice in recent memory um i i can't even believe the story i'm about to tell you so for those of you um that don't remember in October, 2019, Jeffrey younger shared a video on social media of his son, his three-year-old son telling his father, mommy tells me I'm a girl. Um, it's this terrible custody battle between him and his wife and a jury in Dallas decided against younger's attempt to prevent his ex-wife from starting their son on puberty blockers. A consensus of 11 of 12 jurors decided that they should joint manage conservatorship over their child James um, and his twin brother Jude should be replaced by soul management by the mom. Um, so the battle heated up between these parents when James's mother threatened the father with a child abuse charge because he would not affirm their son is a transgender child. This woman is a pediatrician, by the way. Mm. Um, also, I think it's worth pointing out that the twins were sex selected. They were selected to be boys. Mm. So who knows how many female embryos they destroyed. And the woman is not the biological mother of the children. She, she used an egg donor. So the father is only the biological, which doesn't really matter in custody disputes. Um, But I think for the the purpose of this conversation that it might be relevant. uh, I think it's also relevant that they specifically requested to have, male children they had male embryos implanted two of them um so yeah so what's happened recently uh because they've continued this this terrible custody battle um the previous judge got kicked off the case by the mom because she had shared a facebook post about this uh about the case Hmm. and so she was taken off the case and she had ruled in the father's favor um, but what's happened now is a new judge, uh, Judge Mary Brown, I believe, has reversed the October ruling of this previous judge and granted the request of the mom, who's a pediatrician, and diagnosed her son with gender dysphoria. Um, and what she's done is she's granted both parents decision-making authority, supposedly, uh, but it looks like the father is going to completely lose custody and that wow. he's also going to have to pay for family counseling. So I think I just misspoke, but initially they were supposed to have um, like shared, shared conservatorship and they're supposed to be making shared decisions yeah. about his psychological health. Um, but what's happened recently is that without a hearing, the mother is getting sole decision-making authority um, and the father's going to have to pay for counseling to affirm the child's transgender. And, so, and, and she still intends to go through with all of this. She's not at a change yeah. of heart on any of this transition. No, Luna she's going to have, 
puberty blockers. Good and God. it sounds like I maybe Laurel can answer this because I don't really understand family court. I don't know how a judge can make a unilateral decision like this. And I don't know what is there any sort of appeals process that he could go through? I mean, I, I, I don't even know, but it sounds like from what I read today, like this is the end. Like he's basically lost custody. Like he has no say in this. Um, and he just has to watch his, his child turn into a girl, this crazy ass bitch. I mean, I don't know what, what recourse he has at this point. I mean, it's getting to the point where if I were him, I'd be like, well, I'm just going to have to hire a hitman and kill this judge and my crazy bitch ex-wife. Defensively, Susan, as always. What do you do? And then, well, then the kid would end up in foster care where he presumably would have a better life because he wouldn't be forcibly yeah, transitioned. S- seriously speaking on the defense issue, uh, there's a very serious case to be made that this child is being abused. Fuck yeah, this uh, child's being abused. This is so outrageous. And what about a father's right to his biological child? I, Godspeed to that man. And uh, if any of them legally inclined in the audience are able to opine or uh, let us clue us in on what the dad's options may be. I'd be interested to learn because I, I really hope that it's not the end of the line for him and that he's got something available to him because dad, I can't think of anything more painful as a father than just having to submit to watch your son be abused in such a way. It's right. got to be incredibly painful. Oh. Uh, yes, I hope I didn't mis- misspeak, but it was Cook that was replaced the previous judge. And then Brown was the new He's judge. The new that judge. Did this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they were supposed to be making decisions together, but they couldn't come to any kind of agreement because this is insanity. Ugh. Well, if we learn more, we will update the story. Of course, I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago that, Hey, if you're in California, welcome to America, or at least a very small piece of America. You can have at your standard capacity magazines. On Friday, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that California's ban on so-called high-capacity magazines is unconstitutional in violation of the Second Amendment. In a two-to-one decision, the court reasoned that such magazines are protected by the Second Amendment because they are in common use, citing the 2008 D.C. versus Heller Supreme Court case, which uh, established that precedent. The court noted that nearly every Glock model comes uh, standard with magazine capacities greater than California's 10-round limit. Judge Kenneth K. Lee, writing the majority opinion, said, quote, uh, California's magazine ban criminalizes the possession of half of all magazines in America today. It makes unlawful magazines. It makes unlawful magazines that are commonly used in handguns by law abiding citizens for self-defense. And it substantially burdens the core right of self-defense guaranteed to the people under the Second Amendment. The state of California now has the option of appealing to the Supreme Court. The state may also seek to delay the implementation of the decision to prevent a surge in purchases, but I've seen no indication of that. As of now, at least on websites that I've looked at, you can buy them up uh, at least while you can. And uh, if, you, if you're one of those patriotic Americans long starved of standard capacity magazines in California. Now, also remember, this decision says nothing about so-called assault weapons. So this is only a small <laughs> weapon, but it's something a friend sent me this meme today. Imagine being so excited by this court decision that you run home to slap a 30 round mag in this abomination. That is a California compliant AR. If you, uh, if you didn't know, and it has that little stubby 10 round mag, but now you can at least slap a long mag in there. And if you have questions about what you're looking at, don't ask. It takes too long to explain, but you can at least be excited for the magazine capacity. Oh Lord. Uh, meanwhile, 
Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best, of course, we first got to know her by her saying, if you if you encounter racist name calling in Seattle, please call 911. This and is I'll, what she gets. And Everybody's resp- like, oh, I feel so bad, but Carmen Best is why? Fuck this bitch. I, well, I do find it hilarious that the quest to uh, forcibly install racial equity, racial equality, whatever, has ousted the black chick police chief who's concerned about hate speech. Yeah, but she was making $285,000 a year and she's clearly incompetent and way too sympathetic to the plight of leftists. So I think this is hilarious. I hope this turns her into some kind of crazy right wing (laughs) nut job. She uh, she revealed in an email on Monday that she plans to retire effective September 2nd. Her announcement comes as the Seattle City Council had voted to slash the police department budget, including her own personal salary. I think they were cutting it by like half. So uh, a huge chunk. She, 100,000, yeah. Okay, yeah. So she was making 285 and they cut her 100. Okay. Uh she was praised by both Trump and Bill Barr this week, a fact that was used against her by Socialist Seattle City Councilwoman Shama Sawant. Recall Shama Sawant from her efforts to lead the original takeover of the Seattle PD East Precinct at the dawn of Chaz. Shama Sawant says on Twitter, quote, "Best actions like most police chiefs is supported by most politicians uh, and supported by most politicians were guided at all times by loyalty to the status quo and willingness to do the role of police under capitalism, defend deep inequality through ongoing repression of the poor marginalized and communities of color. In other words, the black chick police chief upheld white supremacy. So uh, we got to get someone new in here and uh, tie his hands at half the salary. Somebody higher on the victim hierarchy R2-Dindu. than a black woman. Yeah, it's going to have to be Archie. It's going to have to be that um, the, the limbless chick from the Austin shooting is going to be flown in. <laughs> oh Too, soon. Too soon. Too uh, soon. The question you think is, that she can cock a gun with her stub. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, can they find someone so oppressed that they won't, in fact, cut the salary? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, Let's see. I know I take every opportunity to say this, but this is what happens when a woman is in power. This is doubly what happens when a minority female is in power. So I hope everybody's happy. It's it's nothing but women of color fighting over who's the most white supremacist in Seattle. And that's why <laughs> seriously, that's what it is. And and it's likely that Chaz uh, was only the beginning of this story. So Godspeed to all the people, all the listeners in Seattle, too. Uh, there's plenty more on Seattle coming up later. You got mobs of Black Lives Matter people roaming around Seattle, yelling at white people to leave their homes and give them all their shit because justice or something like that. Yeah, I went off this ride. I'm, I'm done. I'm checked out. North Idaho. <laughs> We're full. Yeah. Well, moving on to uh, the big news of the week that Joe has picked Kamala. And uh, as I mentioned, the clues were adding up prior. You had the Politico leak on July 24th that says that said Kamala Harris was going to be or Kamala Harris was the pick on August 1st. Trouble is they published that on July 24th. Very odd. Or at least maybe they have Miss Cleo working Politico or maybe there's something more corrupt going on, as you mentioned. And then Kamala, of course, had that weird appearance on uh, Al Sharpton's MSNBC show when John Lewis died. I got to say, though, in fairness, I think her face has healed up nicely or whatever the hell happened. Her face doesn't look as weird as it did then. Looks more normal to me now. So I don't know what's going on. Um, Anyway, as I mentioned, I happen to believe the Politico, the Politico leak was legit. I happen to believe the face thing probably legit. She probably did something for that reason. 
And I think what happened was Biden's people saw that leak come out. They're like, well, screw it. We'll just wait 10 days to let her face heal. And that'll give us some cover about this leak. And everything will Probably, be yeah. everything will be good. It's only been we'll 10 days. Roughly. Like a week and a half. Since the Politico leak? Um, maybe it was a little longer. Maybe it's like two weeks. Where did I? That's oh, crazy. I think I got. Where did I get 10 days? I don't know. I got 10 days I'm from I'm hearing somewhere. from it's people. It's a couple weeks. This was the plan all along. And I'm like. Do you remember what she said to him in the debates? I don't think this was the plan all along. Another reason why she's a terrible pick, which uh, oh, which I yeah. want to get to. I mean, there are several items to go through there, but I want to go through how they actually announced this thing. Uh, so the news came out on Tuesday and Biden posted a formal video announcement on Wednesday in which he had oh, just a totally authentic call with with Kamala. I, I have to think Unscripted. hard to pronounce this correctly because it's very important. It's That's Kamala. And I've always is said it? Kamala. That's how I've it's said it. It's not Kamala. It's Kamala. Like comma, the punctuation, la. Some what guy yelled at Tucker name. this this week because he was I saying I saw that her. and I noticed um, on Friday, Tucker was saying her name differently every time. He called her Carmella and then he called her Kamala. Well, Biden, Joe Biden himself calls her Kamala in, yeah. in a portion of this. So I'm going with Kamala. But uh, anyway, so this this is how they, they announced the... Uh, this is how they announced the, the pick this week. Hi, 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 hi. Sorry to keep you. No, that's all right. You ready to go to work? Oh my God. I'm so ready to go to work. I was raised to take action. My mother knew that she was Ugh. raising two black daughters who would be treated differently because sort of how of. they looked. When I saw a broken justice system, I became a lawyer to try and fix it. I took on the big banks as California's attorney general. In the middle of a pandemic, the president is trying to rip away healthcare. While small businesses close, he's given breaks to his wealthy donors. And when the people cried out for support, he tear gassed them. America is in crisis. And I know Joe Biden will lead us out of it. He's a man of faith, decency, and character. First of all, is the answer yes? The answer is absolutely <laughs> yes, Joe, and I am ready to work. I am ready to do this with you, for you. I, I just, I'm just deeply honored, and I'm very excited. Hmm. I see that she conveniently excluded the part where she banged her way to the middle. <laughs> nice going. Yeah, not quite to the top, although she's getting there. I don't know if she's banging Joe to the top yet or yeah. not. Who knows? She's one pillow press against the face away from the, the presidency. <laughs> How many lies can you fit into one short video? First of all, I know, you're right? Indian. Was her, were her parents Stanford professors? Some Bay Area college professors. They were, you know, upper echelon. Your folks. Indian college professor mom told you you couldn't do anything in this country because of how you look. So to your point, then you used your looks to ascend to the highest ranks of politics because everyone hates you for your appearance. Okay. Yeah, right. So the point on small businesses closing and the economy struggling because of Trump is the claim. Last I checked, unemployment in red states that didn't shut down as severely uh, are doing a lot better, or the unemployment <laughs> is doing a lot better than in your state of California, yeah. Kamala Harris. There's way down here at the bottom. Uh, one, two, three, four, fifth worst, fifth worst uh, unemployment in the state of California because Trump's not pulling the strings on the economy in these states. The governors are doing that, and all your Democratic governed states are struggling. But yeah, it's Trump's fault. Uh, the D.C. rioters. They were not tear gassed for crying out for support. They were tear gassed for vandalism and attacking police officers. And as we'll get to in a minute, and as you mentioned, it's funny how Joe isn't a racist sexual abuser anymore. 
Now he's a man of decency and a man of yeah. character. That can heal the nation. Yes. So that video was released on YouTube, and then it was followed by a live-streamed event in Wilmington, Delaware, on Wednesday, where Joe and, Kam- and Kamala, excuse me, Kamala, both, both gave uh, brief speeches. Now, in true Team Biden fashion, their broadcast uh, of the event went down for over 15 minutes in the middle of it because they apparently have Joe Biden level tech support people or the, the people pulling the strings is either Susan Wiki Wiki meddling with things or Joe Biden himself. They can't run a Were stream. Were there birds everywhere too? I, I don't, it, it, I don't know. But Joe Biden was, I'll, I'll play it. He was, it just, he gets cut off in the middle of a sentence. The stream goes down for 15 minutes and then Kamala Harris is on. But this, these are some of the highlights of their live streamed event. Donald Trump has already started his attacks, calling Kamala, quote, nasty, whining about how she is, quote, mean. It's no surprise because whining is what Donald Trump does best, better than any president in American history. Is anyone surprised Donald Trump has a problem with a strong woman or strong women across the board? Kamala Harris has had your back. And now we have to have her back. Uh, Close. You got a joke for that one? Uh, something about her being on her back is where I would go with that. That's where I'm going. Ayo. <laughs> oh, I lost. This is really easy. There you go. Uh, hold on. I got to get Donald back Trump into is, the stream. Donald Trump has already started. Off. Of that um, but yeah, uh, then he goes on to, or no, no, I was going to say that, of course, this will be the strategy though. Um, you can't criticize Kamala Harris based on her race, based on her, on her gender or sex, whatever. That's going to be the strategy. Bef- there are, in announcing this before anyone even has time to respond to it. Oh, they're out with their sexist attacks. Are they really? I mean, this is your first event together and you're already claiming sexism, racism. This was the strategy, or at least the sexist portion with Hillary Clinton in 2016 didn't work that well, but go ahead and try it again. I don't know. I mean, I think that there, there is a basis for claiming sexism because the reasons that people don't like her are that people don't respect the strong women Thing. they don't hmm. and then they have a visceral reaction to her witchy voice hillary had the same problem is that sexist i don't know but i do believe that people should be making judgments about these people based on sexism for sure definitely her laugh is arguably shriller than hillary's it's up it's there. so shrill and witchy and terrible it's frightening and every time i see her face i think about all the baby she's eaten today <laughs> that's how you keep that newly uh constructed or reconstructed skin nice and tight you eat a lot of blended babies a lot of babies why smoothies. are the whites of her eyes black good question i don't know mm. uh anyway so the, i mentioned the stream just goes out and then you got the um the sign language interpreter not knowing what to do we have to have her back it's also the third anniversary of that terrible day in charlottesville remember what it felt like to see those neo-Nazis, close your eyes, and those Klansmen, white supremacists, carrying lighted torches, <laughs> faces contorted, bulging. Very mean. So Joe just freezes. She's like, okay, I got nothing to do here. And then the screen comes up and it stays like this for a solid 15 minutes. The stream does. Oh, God. And then eventually Kamala Harris comes on. When I agreed to serve as President Obama's running... I'm oh, sorry. First, Joe Biden mispronounced her name. This is where he called her Kam- uh, Kamala. Mate, he asked me a number of questions as I've asked Kamala. I told him I wanted to be the last person in the room before he made 
important decisions. That's what I asked Kamala. I asked Kamala to be Racist. the last voice in the room. So when other and then Kamala ah. comes on to lie her ass off about a bunch more stuff. Countries open back up for business. What did we do? We had to shut down again. This virus has impacted almost every country. But there's a reason it has hit America worse than any other advanced nation. Trump. Okay. That, I, I don't know what metric she's using to say that, that the virus has hit America worse than any other advanced nation. That's just not true. Right. Uh, I'm looking at the, the rankings here on Worldometers on deaths per million. The U.S. is ranked 10th in this list behind Belgium, Spain, the U.K., Italy, Sweden, and other major countries. Now, it is true that the U.S. is high in cases per capita. So what? If people don't die, who cares? Yeah. Uh, it's also true that the U.S. is high in tests per capita. Yet in this speech, she also blames Trump for a lack of sufficient testing capacity. But testing capacity is the very thing that creates the high rate of cases that she blames Trump for and saying we're doing worse than any other country. She has to pick one, but she never does. She just moves on to more lies about the economy. Is also the reason millions of Americans are now unemployed. He inherited the longest economic expansion in history from Barack Obama and Joe Biden. And then... Like everything else he inherited, he ran it straight into the ground. We'll protect. Did he run it straight into the ground? I seem to remember a few years worth of um, not just uh, growth and prosperity, but record setting heights or record setting lows in a lot of important metrics, a lot of success, a lot of prosperity, a lot of growth in this country. To say that Trump inherited the economy and it went straight to where it is now. By the way, where it is now is still better than where it was X amount of months ago. Yeah. We've, we've seen some good recovery numbers in just the last few months. Okay. And again, it's Trump's fault. Trump didn't do anything to these states. Why don't you talk about Gavin Newsom? Why don't yeah. you talk about the people in charge in your state? Uh, and, and by the way, I looked at that list of the, the list of the worst unemployment. Uh, I'll bring it back up. The, this is, uh, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, this is unemployment by state in June, which I think are the most recent numbers. You look at the worst states here, the worst 11, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Nevada, California, Michigan, Illinois, Hawaii, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Rhode Island, all the way up to Alaska at 12, all run by Democrat, Democratic governors, every single one with the worst unemployment. Trump didn't intervene in those places. He didn't tell them what to do. They did what they wanted, and they're paying the price. You look at Massachusetts and New Jersey and New York, 17%, uh, between 16 and 17% unemployment in those places. Places like Kentucky and Utah are at 4.3 and 5.1. Idaho, in your neck of the woods, 5.6. Nice. Not Trump's fault. Uh, And then she's she's got more to say about... uh, Joe is going to save us from systemic racism. Here's Kamala. A woman's right to make her own decisions about her own body. Root out systemic racism in our justice system. The civil rights struggle is nothing new to Joe. Thank you, and may God bless the United States of America. Thank you. Now notice they take no questions there, and that is also going to become an issue. But to the point on, on systemic racism... 1994 crime bill Joe is now the guy to end systemic racism. 
the guy you ripped as a racist or at least racist adjacent for opposing mandatory busing. That little girl in the bus was me and being friendly with segregationists. Now that's the dude who's going to fix the system that by the way, he helped build and the system you decry. No. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Joe Biden's going to fix it. Kamala. Uh, Notice though, like I said, they took no questions and maybe that's not weird for one event like an announcement event like that. But this became a trend this week. There were multiple refusals to take any questions at all. Multiple events on Thursday and Friday. Biden and Kamala again refused to take these questions from reporters. So here is Thursday's event. This is what that looked like. Honored to be with you, Joe. Thank you. Well, they've got to do that. I mean, the more that Biden speaks, the worse it's going to be for everybody. Probably. Except for us. They, they, yeah, they did it again on Friday. And in this case, they didn't just leave. They actually shooed staff away. Like, get the hell out of here. Go away. Get out. Get out. Get out. Check this out. Senator Harris, what do you make of President Trump and Republicans attacks on, on, on you since you became the, the running mate for, for Mr. Friday? I'm signing this because I'm in this race to win and with that guy right there. And we're going to get it done. Hey, guys, come on, thank you. Come on, guys. Senator. Thank Senator, you, guys. You come on, guys. Come on, let's go. Come on, thank you. Come on, guys. Thank you. Come on, guys. Let's go. Come on, guys. Get the hell out of here. Even uh, CNN anchor Brianna Kyler was critical of Biden and Kamala for not taking questions for multiple days. She said on air, we keep pressing the Biden campaign. There needs to be more questions from reporters. I ask rhetorically with full knowledge of what the answer is. What are they hiding? Because, of course, I understand what they're hiding. Right. You got Joe's state of mind, if you want to put it the nice way. And... The other Late side of stage the, dimension. Yeah. yeah, that would be the clinical term, but uh, we'll be polite. The other side of it, though, is that, as I mentioned, Kamala is an awful pick, or at least a lot of very difficult questions that could and should be presented to her that maybe won't uh, as a combination of not taking questions and then also reporter friendliness generally. But keep in mind, OK, so so some things to consider with the Kamala Harris pick. She was particularly awful to Joe Biden. She was probably Joe Biden's number one uh, attack dog, or at least attacker against Joe Biden. She, she called him racist friendly. We had the busing moment. She ripped him for being friendly with, um, with uh, segregationist senators. She was uniquely aggressive against Biden on that issue. And remember, that's the only reason she had a, a little bump in the polls for a little while is that she called Joe Biden racist friendly. And then Tulsi took her out and it all, it all went to She kind of faded before that, but Tulsi really finished the job. Don't forget this. Harris said, I believe Biden's accusers, all the women who came forward and said he sniffed me weird. Oh, no. April 2019, she said that she believes at least some of of Biden's accusers. And so if you start asking questions to, to Kamala Harris, it puts her in an awkward position where she would have to say one of three things. She could say, I was just being politically opportunistic then. And I didn't really mean those things, in which case it's kind of dishonest. Or she could say, I'm being politically opportunistic now. And so I'm now, looking past right, yeah. those transgressions and I don't care anymore. 
for the sake of career advancement, which is also kind of slimy and dishonest. Or she could say that she's changed her mind based on new evidence or reasoning, but she has not explained what that new evidence or reasoning would be. Yeah. That's probably the yeah. reason she's not facing this sort of question or they don't want that sort of question. Other things about Kamala Harris. Uh, you're going to see all kinds of um, reports that, oh, and, and polling, she's really going to mobilize the black vote and the people of color Why? vote. Uh you could do a very brief history of how many black or people of color votes Kamala Harris received in the primaries. It's zero. That's because she didn't make it to any of the state contests in the primaries because she failed to gain any poll support. And who scooped up all the black support and racial minority support? It was Joe Biden. Joe Biden doesn't need her to claim that voting block. How is he appealing to black voters? I do not understand. Compared to her. I guess I I don't know. Maybe it's the like Obama picked him thing, though, as we'll see in a moment, Obama appears to have some points of hesitation as well. Um, Oh, my God, this is so ridiculous. The absurdity of all of this. I hope that everybody can take a step back and recognize how they must want to lose. I can't even understand why they would do this. She's so unappealing. I think she's personally unappealing, a total lack of charisma or any sort of charm or anything like that. But the other thing about her, too, totally undercuts the police reform narrative. That's like the number one thing they're going for is police reform. And now they have um, now they have the guy who wrote the bill to put low level offenders in jail and the lady who worked hard for years to put thousands of those low level offenders in jail. This is this should be a key point of attack for Trump. And the Biden-Harris ticket is going to have no answer for it in the same way uh, Kamala had no answer for it on the stage with Tulsi. She had nothing. She just got eviscerated by Tulsi, and that's what everybody remembers from that from that whole debate. I mean, it's going to be so easy for Trump. They're just going to have to cancel the debates. Well, you see that trend moving in, too. You got a lot of op-eds and opinion pieces. What's the point of presidential debates anyway? I won't be surprised if they worm their way out of this. Um, as a way to see if the candidates are mentally capable and fit, uh, <laughs> yeah, if they can string together a single sentence. Comparing the ideas is a high level goal in this context. It's actually just, right. can you speak coherently? Uh, I'm gonna co- owe my mom so much money. God. You, you guys have a bet or what? Well, we had a, a $50 bet about, um, if it was going to be Kamala or Michelle Obama. So I won that one, but then we have like a hundred dollar, maybe it's a $200 for the VP uh, pick. Yeah. Okay. But this bet is whether or not the debates are going to happen. And I was like, they're definitely going to happen. They have to happen. And my mom was like, Nope. So even one debate and you win. Um, I think so. Yeah. I think you're safe. I, I think at least one. Really? Cause happen. I think that they're going to do everything they possibly can to avoid this because it's going to be catastrophic for the Biden campaign. He can barely speak. I, I, I'm very much looking forward to it. That is appointment viewing. I can't wait to tune in. I really hope it Oh, happens. I want it for the lols, yeah. but I'm, I'm thinking she might be right. I think that they're going to try to get out of this hard. The other thing about, um, about Kamala that is a liability. I think she does nothing for important states. Kamala is yeah. sorry. Kamala is a California leftist. Okay. She does nothing to help Joe in Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, any state that matters. She holds extreme positions. Um, she doesn't have any sort of uh, moderate political positions to appeal to people in those states either. Uh, just a refresher. She said she would ban assault weapons by executive order and then laughed in Joe's face when he said that was unconstitutional. She, of course, wants Medicare for all government controlled health care. 
She wants to pass a law that would require uh, states passing abortion laws to first go through the Justice Department. So you have to get a Kamala Harris Justice Department checkmark of approval or gold star on your abortion bill before it's even allowed to become law. That seems highly constitutionally suspect. And speaking of their extreme positions, maybe they're not even worried about any sort of moderation at all. This pair has made a national mask mandate a centerpiece of their campaign now. They have an ad on YouTube and running in battleground states saying, yeah, we're calling for a national mask mandate. Joe Biden knows we need to listen to medical experts and take action now. That starts by expanding testing, calling for mask mandates nationwide, starting immediately, and producing more protective gear here at home. Fighting this virus and rebuilding our economy will take a president who's ready to lead. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. We'll take a president that's in the highest risk category of all people for coronavirus. I can't Not believe anyone would use their vote to beg for a national mask man. But here we are. There apparently are people out there who are who, to whom this is appealing. First Weak. of all, unconstitutional hours, oh, not sure. expressly delegated to the federal government are reserved to the states and the people. But second of all, how do you even know that it would be necessary? Uh, Joe and Kamala will take office at the end of January if they're successful. That's five months away. Even if they win, how do you know that masks are necessary at that point? Why are we even calling for this? Who is begging yeah, for masks? this whole thing is going to be over November 5th. We all know it. Yeah, that's the day coronavirus dies. Mm. Now, the polling on Kamala is mixed. It's still early, but polling with independents is not super hot. It's not terrible either. A Politico poll shows 44% of independents, which is really who matters. Uh, 44% of independents approve of the Kamala choice, 27% disapprove, 28% no opinion. So there's a lot of sway there, or at least a lot of people who have yet to form any sort of opinion. The polling that's more interesting is uh, is polling on why people are voting for Joe and Pew Research and some other firms have some polling on that or why people are voting for their choice for president generally. Now, according to Pew, when asked why they're voting for Trump, Trump voters top answers are leadership and performance and his issue and policy positions. Now, for Biden, voters, uh, when Biden voters are asked why they're voting for Biden, the outright majority, 56%, say that they're voting for him because he is not Trump. He is a body who is not Trump. The next closest answer is his leadership and performance at 19%. It's not close. It's just that he's not Trump. Now, what does that mean? It means Biden is still an incredibly weak candidate, and Trump can capitalize if he plays it smartly. The other thing to note about this polling, this was conducted... Uh, July 27th through August 2nd. So before the Kamala pick. So we don't know if she might sway some of that. Maybe those voters would say, I really like the Kamala pick Oof. and that's why I'm voting for Biden, but I doubt it. Nobody. Who's going to say that? Last couple pieces. There was an op-ed, kind of an interesting op-ed actually in, um, in Newsweek this week. It's a legal theory that Kamala may in fact not be eligible for vice president because her parents may not have been U.S. citizens at the time of her birth in 1964. Now, that theory would also depend on birthright citizenship being faulty, but there's also a le plenty credible legal theory that birthright citizenship is not the intent of the, of the 14th Amendment. It's, anyway, the fact of the matter is it's not disputed 
as I understand that she was born in Oakland. It's just a question of whether her parents were citizens at the time of that birth in Oakland. And as I understand the facts, the citizenship status of her parents at the time is in fact a little bit murky. So there are some questions to ask here, but you can't ask those questions. It's racist. Newsweek ran this article about the issue from Dr. John Eastman this week. And after backlash, Newsweek has apologized saying that the op-ed is being used by some as a tool to perpetuate racism and xenophobia. Uh. The article is still up and you can read it, but with a mile long editor's note atoning for these sins and um, linking to an opposing argument first. So good grief. Okay. Everybody's so weak. It Just actually stand your ground. Even if you are wrong, stand your ground. It has, and it has 1%. nothing to do with her skin color. It has to do with legitimate questions of citizenship of parents and birthright citizenship, which are important legal issues to iron out. We should have a solid understanding of these things, but just like certain areas of science or medicine or whatever else, you can't talk about certain areas of the law. If the implications are that someone of a special protected color in this case would be implicated because that would be right. Even though there's nothing racial about the argument that's being made. Yeah, I mean, as a society, we need to get to a place where we're not defending ourselves constantly, where everybody's just like, oh, you want to be racist? You have that right. Everybody listening, you have a right to be racist. I agree. And it, and everyone else has the right to decide if they want to hang out with you or not or associate with you or exactly. not. Exactly. And yeah, I, the idea that we're going to police racist thoughts away from the world. Good luck. It's very dangerous. Ain't never going to Very happen. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing on the uh, on Biden and the Kamala pick. Uh, you, you, of course, we noticed throughout the campaign season, uh, Obama just sat on the sidelines as long as he could. He, he didn't endorse Biden until Biden was the de facto nominee. And he came out and did that YouTube video. We went through it at the time. Now, it appears that's because Biden doesn't have a hell of a lot of faith in Joe. There's a long article in Politico magazine here. God, where's the quote? Uh, I'll just I'll search it and find it. Uh, Yeah. According to, you know, it's it's Politico, it's the typical media anonymous sources say, so take it with a grain of salt. But according to this Politico reporting, one anonymous Democrat recalls the former president warning, quote, don't underestimate Joe's ability to fuck things up, <laughs> among, among other things said to Democratic insiders. So right now, Biden has an eight point lead on Trump in national polling averages. But hey, uh, listen to Obama. Never underestimate Joe's ability to fuck things up. We'll see if he can do it. And by it, I mean survive to election day. We'll see if he can do that too. That's all I got on the uh, Joe Biden Kamala stuff. Um, let's see. You think we can talk about uh, Canon? Is it Canon Hinnant? I want to pronounce it correctly. Yes. And I think we should just keep cruising okay. through until baby duty calls. I didn't get a chance to look in detail at this story. So please let me know what's going on. And I do have the clip of the father commenting on what happened to his son. Oh yeah. For people that are trying to still say that they're not racist. I've got a story for you. Okay. Yikes. Um, so people or police were called to the shooting, um, at five 30 on Sunday, I believe, man, I didn't write down what city this was. It was, it was in North Carolina. Yes. Goldsboro. Okay. Um, so this little boy was five years old. Cannon. He was playing outside his father's house when, this black dude, Darius N. Sessoms, walks up to him right in front of his seven and eight-year-old brother and sister, blows his brains out, and shoots him right in the head. 
Now, there's a lot of speculation about why this happened. Uh, Everybody's saying that there's no known motive at this point. Um, But I have heard that it was because the kid was riding his bike on the dude's lawn. Mm. Uh, The parents were friends with this guy. They had had dinner with him the night before this happened. There was no bad blood. They never had any other disputes or anything like that. Um, Just seems like it just kind of came came out of nowhere. Uh, But then a neighbor witnessed the shooting and said that Sesums ran up to the little boy, put a gun near his head and fired and then ran back to his house. Um, He was apprehended pretty quickly. I think it was within 24 hours or something. And he's being held first degree murder um, without bond. Okay. And then we had uh, dad. I know both parents have spoken with media. I have this clip of of, uh, the little boy's father talking to media, explaining what happened or at least his experience with what happened to his son. They were just playing in the yard like any other day. Cannon had gone to church Sunday morning with his dad and sister. Everybody there just loved Cannon. And Cannon just loved riding his bike as he was doing Sunday evening in his dad's front yard on Archer's Road. His dad, Austin Hennett, was inside when he heard the gunshot. I just scooped him up in my arms and held him and I screamed and somebody helped me play Please help me save my son. God, save my son, please. Kenneth looked up and saw his neighbor in the yard next door, gun in hand, pacing frantically. I, I was looking at him as I was picking up Cannon, and I was so full of rage, but I couldn't leave my son's side. I just wanted to be with my son. He says his neighbor, 25-year-old Darius Sessoms, who lived with his parents, soon drove away. Police arrested Sessoms the next day, charging him with murder. Can you explain why he would shoot your five-year-old boy? I have no idea. Just the night before, Hennett says he had Sessoms over for supper. They sat on the porch, drank a beer together. Because there was never anything between me and him, any bad blood whatsoever for him to have a reason to do this. I can't imagine what it's like to hold your son while he's suffering from a gunshot wound to the head as his blood run down my arm. Oh, my God. God damn. Yeah, we're going to see all of zero protests from white people. Yet, you know, if you're black, you have to loot a, a Nike store because somebody like George Floyd, who was a piece of shit, gets killed. And uh, nobody, don't, nobody's, don't disparage no white people are not St. Do Floyd, all he has done. I've Come seen on, the mural. So outrageous. It, the, the white people, we're just too polite. We're just not. Mm, the double standard do is, is very irritating. And in fairness, I have seen uh, I've seen some coverage. I saw some CNN coverage of this. I've seen some national media. It's not as though it's absolute silence, but it's 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 a question of degree. Is this going to lead newscasts? Is this going to cause the sort of occupation of the streets and the and the wave of criminality like you've described? Is this going to cause any of the sort of chaos that we have seen over, to your point, the uh, the, the death of a guy who was a criminal and was high on meth and fentanyl at the time? This is, this is I, I, don't, you know, I don't even know how many degrees worse than George Floyd. You will see nothing near the scale in terms of media reaction or public reaction. It's frustrating. It's 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 just it's this story, not that the fact pattern is similar, but the treatment and the reaction reminds me a lot of the police shooting in Phoenix that we saw last week. And not a peep. 
Not a peep on that. I guarantee by the time we're talking next Sunday, you will hear not a peep on this. And all I can hope for is justice for this little boy's family. And again, a situation where I, I can't even imagine what this poor father has had to witness and what he just had horrific. to endure. It's just horrific. So if we learn more about uh, the the case and the prosecution and all that, we will, of course, update. Uh, do you have any more information on that story before we move on? No, but I do have some more commentary if you want me to keep going. I'm just <laughs> well, Susan, I don't know if Susan's tuning in tonight or not. I don't know. I don't know what we can say or not. Um, I mean, but- how is this supposed to make me feel if, if, a, if a white dude walked up to some black kid that was doing nothing mm-hmm. and blew his brains out? Oh, my God. At this point in time, can you imagine what would happen? Yeah, it would be uh, it, we would have another wave of riots. We would have wall to wall media coverage and. Yes, that would also be a horrible story. You know, the point I'm making is not it's horrible or not, depending on the races of the people who do it or not. The point is the national reaction in terms of media and politics is very race dependent on who yeah, the aggressor what's is wrong and who the victim with is. white people. What, 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 what is wrong with us that there's not widespread outrage about this, that everybody's not talking about it and that we're not talking to the black community and being like, but look at what is going on. Look well, at this. I, 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 I don't think that it's wrong not to go out and victimize other people in response to this. I think that's correct. I think the correct thing is to bring attention to this story, just like any other story where somebody's rights are violated, violated horrifically and refrain from going out and victimizing additional people. So I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I agree with you. But, you know, I, I just I'm beyond the point where I think that that like Black Lives Matter can be can be reasoned with. Well, I, I think I, as we re- revisit this conversation frequently, I think you have a moral obligation to try until they are, in fact, violating your rights. And as we'll see in a moment, they continue to violate your rights. So use your reason. Be prepared for reason to expire. That's that's yeah, what you have to say. Exactly. But like at what point we have to all agree on a point where we're going to be like, nope, no more. Like what if Kamala Harris by executive order, President Kamala Harris uh, tries to revoke uh, gun rights and privileges? What, what are we going to do? Yeah, then, then I think like you- that's going to have to be the point where we're like, Okay, as a society, like it's let's boog out. It's yeah, time. you band together and you defend each other's rights. I agree that if, yeah. that if she's sending any federal agents or any law enforcement to come confiscate people's property, not that you can do that constitutionally through Congress, you can't, but you certainly can't do it uh, extra legislatively through executive decree. You've got multiple right. layers of unconstitutionality. Of course, at that of course. Point. But in the event that something like that happens, and when when I'm looking at coronavirus and I see all these like grown ass men in North Idaho with fucking face blankies <laughs> on. I'm like, do yeah. we have the will to defend ourselves in the situation? Uh, if our constitutional rights are, are uh, stomped upon, I, I mean, do, are, are we going to be able to do it? Unfortunately, I think that's the question that we're not going to have, have to answer theoretically. I think we're going to watch that answered in real time in short order because yeah, do the, we have what it takes? The polling know. suggests that Biden and, and Kamala are in very electorally favorable condition. Uh, and that's if you that's if you think that the election will be conducted fairly. And I'm not someone who likes to cast doubt on the legitimacy of the system. That said, all the stories of what a mess the Postal Service is right now. The idea that you're going to trust mass mail in voting and think that a treasure chest for Biden Harris <laughs> 
uh, ballots isn't going to be found two weeks later and change the game. It's all uh, you can see it coming. Uh, and and I think we're going to I think we're going to have these questions forced upon us very shortly. Doesn't it feel like this is all a farce to like coronavirus has something to do with it and then and then Biden and, and Kamala Harris. And the, I, I'm reminded of this Peter Hitchens tweet. I think he tweeted it this like a few days ago, but it said something along the lines of um, if you've ever wondered in historical times and any kind of historical event, if you would be the kind of person that would that would try to right the wrong or you would rage against against the the common wrongs, something like that. Uh, look at what you're doing right now. Like now is the time that we need to be resisting things like mask mandates and violation of two A and and you know people need to think about that. Like it is not the time to fall in the line. I think at bare minimum you have to be preparing. Certainly, I, I you have to be ready to face aggressions that are coming at you because I think the aggressions are coming. I I, I definitely do. For sure, people are going to start killing each other imminently. I'm surprised it hasn't happened more. Uh, yeah, I, the forecast is for more chaos, not more peace. Unfortunately, I know. Um, we should. Uh, the we baby should... Is crying. We should probably take a break. Okay. Yeah, we're about an hour in, so uh, we can we can take a break. All right, I'll be back in 15 minutes. Okay, sounds good. Let's let's uh, catch in catch up right. with uh, with super chat. Let me. Um, you guys on D Live have been very kind tonight, and uh, I see we got a good a good chunk of people hanging out over on D Live. So why don't I uh, check out D Live first? And uh, if you're checking out D Live for the first time tonight, because of Susan's antics, thanks you for thank you for hanging out over there. Let's see, we got Base Dollar says Blonde cuts right to it on Cannon Hitton's murder. <laughs> don't we all know why it happened? Yes. Uh, well, that's a lot of hate in that. Thank you, sir. Donald Trump says, uh, "God bless America and all her magnificent people, except Carmel. A lot of people don't like her. I think it's the real Trump who listens to this show too. And uh, by Carmel, I assume you mean Kamala. You don't want to mispronounce. Thank you, Mr. Trump. Uh, Cindy. Cindy says, "Hey Matt, I hope you got the lobster card. Blonde, you rock." I'm voting for the other Biden or I'm, I'm voting the other Biden for, you know, the thing I did get the lobster card and I, uh, I sent some correspondence back to you though. I know you're frequently traveling, so, uh, you may have not seen it. I, I don't know, but it, it should be when you, when you eventually get back home, there should be a note from me. So thank you for sending some mail my way. Uh, built by fluffy says travel usually gives me faith in our country stuck now though wife loves the bio imperative shirt by the way uh yes thank you uh, we had a specific request to have a biological imperative t-shirt made so i whipped one up for uh for fluffy and i'm glad that uh glad you're enjoying it that's good to hear uh let's see why don't i well let's let me hop over to youtube and then i'll hop over to Streamlabs if i can navigate susan's system which uh course you know it's always easier said than done uh nicholas says welcome back mc suck it susan i i can agree with that and yeah thank you guys for uh patience with my with a little week off it's always nice to step away from the news and the internet for a minute clear your mind and put your attention to something else so that was much appreciated long dong john says so the twitter campaign got mainstream press attention for canon too little too late though they didn't do it uh, to cover the story. They did it to cover their asses. Uh, black, hashtag black on white crime is fine. And that's a fair point too. Uh, because as I said, I've seen some coverage. 
But you got to think a lot of that coverage is driven by organic online traffic that made this story an issue, not by national media outlets coming to this story on their own terms. I think I think that's a good point. A crafty uh, Huragak? Go with that. Have you seen the news in China about the flooding and the new cracks of the Three Gorge Dam? Looks like China might have a food shortage uh, and a lot of farmland hit. I don't know. I'm not a great China news mind, so that's uh, that's news to me, but we'll have to keep an eye on it. Thank you. JV Dude says the Biden team really screwed up picking Kamala as the VP pick. Wish they went to Tulsi. How am I supposed to rub one out during the campaign now? Uh, good luck. Good luck. But uh, I don't know. Ask Willie Brown. It seems like he had no trouble with that issue. But I, seriously speaking, I agree that um, that Tulsi would have been a really solid pick for Joe. She she checks off the diversity boxes that he appears to want. But I think she has broad appeal to uh, to just center America. And she might not have broad appeal to like core corrupt Democrat Party. But who gives a shit? You're not going to lose those people. You're not going to lose those votes anyway. What you need is people in the middle or even on the right who aren't huge Trump fans, but like what Tulsi has to say and frankly like the prospect of her being president through Joe Biden not being able to serve. I agree. Missed opportunity. Tulsi should have been uh, should have been the pick or at least would have been a great pick relative to, to Kamala. Lazarus Rex says, did you hear there's an update on the James Younger case? And it's not good. We did. And uh, we went through it a little earlier in the show. If you have more info or learn more info on that case, please send it my way because I'd like to keep it up to date. Skip Mayfield says, Willie Brown knows her as. uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Willie Brown knows her as Kamana her face. Kamana her face. Wow. Uh, that, That was a tough one. Daniel Kunkel says Millie Weaver got arrested for robbery and domestic abuse. There's a GoFundMe for her legal fees, but I need more info to justify a donation. Supposedly she's got a big story on the coup, but who knows? I don't have info on that. That's that's news to me. So unfortunately, I can't I can't give you any information. But uh, thank you for supporting the show. R-Z-E-Q-D-W says, uh, for your Texas listeners, Alex Jones is hosting a protest swim at Barton Springs Creek in Austin, Saturday, August 22nd at noon. Let's get everyone out, out to it. Hey, if I was in, if I was in position to go swimming with Alex Jones, hundred percent, you know, I would be there. So if you guys end up checking that out, take some pictures, send some video, whatever, we'll, we'll give it a little time to it on the show. If you get something good, I bought PN says Matt and Blonde always worth the wait. Well, thank you. I am not going to be niggardly supporting the show and apologize for the lateness tonight. But again, I blame Susan Wiki Wiki. If you're just tuning in, go back to the start of the show. Explain what happened. Always Susan's fault. Derek Finley says, here's some money to pay for the rolls of duct tape you used tonight. (laughs) Shaking my head at Wiki Wiki. Yeah, I mean, in this case, it wasn't even like technical inability or limitations of tech or computers or internet connection. It's just that Susan Wiki Wiki's like, hey, I'll go behind the scenes and change a bunch of settings that will make the broadcast not work without telling anybody. Great job. Thank you, Susan. Christoph Harper says, uh, now that Kamala has blown, all caps, blown the Democrat chances at election, can we at least get some Kamala toe? Wow, you guys are on fire tonight. I, I, I should have thought of this. 
Sinner Gase says, uh, press S to spit on Susan Wiki Wiki and the on the useless Mitt Romney. Sorry, I can't. Why can't I pronounce that word? Inimitably? I don't know what that word is. Anyway, yes, I agree. Spit on S to spit on Susan Wiki Wiki. Uh, Andrew Pollock says, Matt, your videos from four years ago have been popping up on my YouTube feed and it has been awesome. You beat the algorithm on my feed. Also, thanks for the advice with my sister last week. Well, I guess it's any traffic to your channel is probably a good thing, but videos I was making four years ago are definitely not a good thing. So I wish Susan would highlight some more recent material. But uh, that's that's good to hear. And I'm glad the advice uh, worked out as well. Jake Hartstern says, Jesus H. Christ Blonde, you are looking incredibly fantastic. Well, I will see if I can return to that and make sure your message gets forwarded to her. Thanks, Jake. Grumbledore says, uh, Biden's handlers thought that a half Jamaican, half dot... (laughs) Can I say this? Half Jamaican, half dot Indian is the way to get the jogger vote, so they picked (laughs) Kamala Toe Harris. Biden won't live long enough to finish a term. You got to think that's part of the plan with the DNC. Everything is part of the plan. So I'm sure that's calculated in boogeyman. Nine one seven says, Hey, Susan, wiki, wiki, you're the worst. Cheers. Agreed. Don, uh, John bounds says best stream on Sunday nights for a while. Keep the good work. Uh, thank you, Matt. Any thoughts on the craziness that is college football right now? I'm not a, a big college football. I don't pay a ton of attention to college football. I saw the big 10, uh, not canceled, but postponed their entire season to the spring. The, the conference around here where I live is the Big Sky Conference. So it's like Montana State, University of Montana, Idaho, Idaho State, a whole bunch of other schools, uh, small FCS uh, schools. And they actually did that prior. They they postponed the whole football season. They originally said they were canceling. Now they've postponed to March. And I mean, I feel bad for anybody, even in a big conference like the Big Ten or anywhere else, but I feel really bad for the guys around here. It's like every year, maybe a guy from the Montana State football team gets a chance at the NFL. Maybe one, maybe not even any, but there's usually a guy who gets a shot, like a tryout. And I know how much that opportunity matters for those guys, and to not have a season and maybe be robbed of that opportunity isn't just robbery of of pursuit of a dream for these guys for purely arbitrary, silly reasons, but it's potentially robbery of if you say you make a team hundreds of thousands, potentially millions of dollars in income. Uh, yeah, the whole thing sucks. Uh, I, let's see. Aka Jag says, I can't see a future where Biden is president. Even my extremely liberal girlfriend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is agreeing with Trump on some things. Keep doing, keep doing God's work. Well, it sounds like, you're doing God's work if you have your leftist girlfriend agreeing with Trump on some things. So good luck with that. Incompetent Hands says, pop quiz hot shots, the U.S. and China go kinetic. You're in a shelter with Matt, Lauren Chen, Lauren Southern, Lauren Bobert, Blonde, Owen Schroyer, Owen Benjamin, Carl Benjamin. Pick one. You only get to pick one of that group? Well, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of good picks in there. Black Magic says, just wanted to see which anti-white slurs Super Chat hasn't censored. So here goes. Scando, Snow Ape, Cave Beast, Wasp, Mick, Wop, Dago, or is it Dago? Cracker, Ginger, Proddy, Papist, Kraut, Frog, and Hillbilly are still okay. Thank you for the update. Appreciate that. I think all anti-white slurs are really okay. Uh, for Susan, at least. 
Randy Williams says Gen X actually graduated from Seattle University back in the day. What's that quote from Edgar via King Lear? Uh, the worst is not so long as one can still say, quote, this is the worst. <laughs> yeah, every week kind of proves that point, I suppose. Ovid says, as Razorfist pointed out, hashtag wrong Kamala Harris, a wrestler that died within 12 hours of Biden announcing VP pick. There was a, what do you mean? There was another Kamala Harris? Now I have to look, or sorry, Kamala Kamala Harris. I don't get the joke. So did I miss this? There was, oh, oh, James Arthur Harris, better known by the ring name Kamala, was an American professional wrestler nicknamed the Ugandan Giant. And you're right. He died August 19th or August 9th, 2020. Very bizarre. Thank you for, for the info. That's news to me. Oh, God damn it, dude. Susan's stupid system, you know, you click off the window to Google something and Susan screws with the whole thing. I'm going to pause. I found my location. I'm going to pause on uh, on YouTube for a minute and I'm going to grab uh, some notes over from Streamlabs with the time we have here. Thanks for patience, guys. Let's see. We got uh, Cameron saying, thanks for covering the canon story. In other anti-white news, you can see the indoctrination camps for whites. Or did you see them? the indoctrination camps for whites at the U S government nuclear facility or how the jogger who punched and killed the man in Maryland was a, was given a sentence of anger management. The system is rigged. I did see the Maryland story update. And I remember covering that at the time. If you guys missed that one, it was at a Maryland fair in the fall and a teenager, a couple teens, a couple teens attacked this old man. It was one teen in particular who landed the fatal blow. They punched him in the face and the guy fell to the ground, hit his head on the ground and died from the punch. And it was sort of complicated because these, the teens were like right on the cusp of 16 or right on the cusp of uh, being adult age in Maryland. And so there were some legal questions to iron out there. Ultimately the kid who punched the guy and killed him, was let off of any sort of murder charges and, and had to do anger management. Yeah. So the whole case was a big bummer. I don't know about the nuclear facility. I'll have to check that out. Bill says RIP Cannon Hinnant, uh, who shouldn't have, uh, we shouldn't have to live this way. We owe, uh, the man who killed him nothing. Uh, well, we definitely owe him. We definitely owe him, uh, a lengthy prison sentence, if not more. So hopefully, that uh, hopefully justice will be served there. Irish Nat says excited to welcome to the sanity safe space. Our newborn Axton born August 13th, 2020 after a stressful night ending in an emergency C-section caused by a prolapse umbilical cord back home today to show the little man beauty and the beta. Well, once he starts learning to speak, this show is no longer appropriate for him, but congratulations. That's very good to hear. And, uh, enjoy uh enjoy your little one congratulations to your family and all the best uh let's see crypto crook says recently i introduced a running routine into my schedule it has a strange appeal to me even though it doesn't feel quite natural i have come to real the realization that i am trans jogger trans jogger well thank you for being stunning and brave that's very good to hear and thank you for supporting the show don't vote democrat says camilla will be ready to work on joe I mean, with to work on Joe, I mean, with Joe, she has been working her entire life for this. She will get plenty of people to support the campaign and they will help for free. We'll see. 
Uh, Xander says the Seattle cop that went viral a couple months ago for not enforcing the coronavirus restrictions has officially, he was officially fired the other day today. Another Seattle cop went viral for quitting on duty, telling the BLM protesters that they won. Uh, wow. I didn't hear that. And I didn't hear the, up- that was officer Anderson up in the port of Seattle police. I remember that guy. So thank you for the update on that story. I didn't know that he's officially gone now, but I hope he finds something uh, better to do that. He seems like a real stand-up guy in addition to being probably a stand-up cop. Willie Brown says uh, Kamala Harris. <laughs> this is the real Willie Brown. Kamala, Kamala Harris providing an example for young minority women everywhere. Even if you don't possess any marketable skills, you can suck. I mean, start your career right to the middle, <laughs> then get you back. Then get your back blown out by the coked up kid of your new boss for the finish. Lots of Kamala Harris jokes. Lots of uh, come on her, come on her face, <laughs> come on her Harris, whatever kind of jokes like that. Sorry, mom and dad. No surprise there. The correct pronunciation. Bill says, uh, remember that Kamala is a uh, is fun. No, remember that Kamala is functionally an anchor baby. Her parents were elites of their own um, of their own people who used America to further enrich themselves and then burdened us with their spawn. <laughs> well, that's one way to put it. But yes, that's the her parents, as I understand, were uh, were immigrants, right? They were college professors. She was born here. But then to yep. teach to come here and to uh, attain that level of success. And if Kamala's story is true to teach your children that this country sucks and people will will hate you for your color. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty egregious if that's what happened. Phil also says uh, make sundown towns great again. I don't even know what that is. I don't know if that's Susan allowed or not. I realize uh, speaking of D live, I forgot to open the treasure chest. So I'm opening the treasure chest for you guys right now. Sit tight. And, and who was the last one? You um, Laurel is up next. And oh man, in highlighting Laurel, we had one note that was for you in particular. That was very complimentary, but I, uh, let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Yes. Uh, Jake said, Jesus H Christ blonde. You are looking incredibly fantastic. So there you go. There's your little ego stroke. Don't be fooled. My body is a mess. (laughs) All right, let's get, uh, let's get back to some stories because uh, the riots and other degeneracy and criminality continue across the country. And there were some notable highlights this week, some oddities. Of course, in Chicago, there have been riots and looting uh, all week. Of course, shootings are the norm there, but a lot of riots and looting and all that because 20 year old Latrell Allen was shot by police in Inglewood. Now Allen survived, but by the time the facts came out, um, or as the facts have come out, it's now known or at least claimed by police with posted evidence that Allen shot at officers during a foot chase. <laughs> but this is a great injustice that he got shot in return. He's mm-hmm. indeed, he's been charged with two counts of attempted murder. So it would appear credible that he attacked police officers. The facts don't matter though. It was time to riot and time to loot. And the looting even uh, impacted the Ronald McDonald house in Chicago. Rioters broke the windows and doors at a charity home for sick children. Here's uh, here's the local news story. 
Thousands of people came into downtown in carloads, breaking windows, clashing with police, and causing widespread damage. While a lot of high-end retailers and department stores were hit, not many expected the Ronald McDonald House, a charity for families with children in the hospital, to have their doors smashed. There was a lot of activity right in front of the house. Uh, and people, you know, making choices that could put them uh, at risk and put our families at risk. Over 30 families and their sick children were inside, along with staff helplessly watching everything unfold outside. They're already in a really, really difficult spot, and and having this kind of um, stress, additional stress, and worry yeah. about being able to get to and from the hospital, even though we're five blocks away because of safety concerns, is it's just doubling the strain. Yeah. The uh, the rioting and looting at the Ronald McDonald House also caused two year old cancer patient Owen Buell to miss his own birthday party. So oh. the family had planned to return home just in time for the child's second birthday, but they got a call from a nurse saying the protesting and rioting outside has caused the Ronald McDonald House to cancel all appointments for the day. So that prevented them from leaving the facility and traveling. The family was forced to wait while rioters and looters damaged the facility. The family made it home the next day to enjoy Owen's birthday cake. Uh, don't worry, though, because Lori Lightfoot says that it's mostly peaceful targeting of sick kids in Chicago. <laughs> she appeared on face the nation this morning to say in part quote unfortunately what we've seen in cities all across the country not just chicago is a continuing wave of protests but the vast majority of these have been peaceful so don't worry about it yeah yeah most of the time during war it's peaceful <laughs> yeah i mean most blocks in chicago are peaceful but what about all those blocks where it's not and people are shot every damn weekend? What about those? Now, the Sturgis motorcycle rally is, of course, underway in South Dakota, much maligned as a uh, mostly unmasked mass gathering of corona death. We'll see how that plays out or not. I was looking at some South Dakota coronavirus statistics because Sturgis has been underway for a little while there now. I don't see a rise in corona cases in South Dakota. And Sturgis, I don't know how many people are there right now. It was forecasted to be like a quarter million. I think yeah. Sturgis yeah. normally does like a half million or something. But this is massive. The big, yeah. big deal out there in South Dakota. Now, reportedly, some Antifa agitators actually showed up to Sturgis. I, maybe not even reportedly. All I've seen is the Twitter clips circulating. And I say this with some hesitation because I don't see much news coverage of this story. It's just this one scuffle and police making an arrest. But this is the this is the scene out of um out of Sturgis, South Dakota. This Let's watch this protest in the paper here. Oh, they're taking him down. There they go, they got him down. Look at them all. There must be ten cops on them. They got their tasers out. Wow. Let's check this on out. It says we don't want you here. Coronavirus white supremacy forty five, meaning President Trump. So I don't have information on what the arrest might be for, what that person was doing. For being a douche. Who knows? I'd be fine with that. I don't even know if that is, in fact, an Antifa person. But if it is, if he these purple hair. Twitter claims are true and Antifa legit showed up to the motorcycle rally in Sturgis, 
I have to give credit where due. Round of applause. That's an Antifa guy with balls, okay? That's, that is someone with actual courage in the Antifa ranks. That's not easy, all right? I don't know what he did to deserve the arrest. Probably that's worth uh, disavowing. But if you show up to Sturgis, I always, um, when I grew up, the town I grew up in, I waited tables and when we had a biker rally like this, that's why we have that biker store. Remember in the hoax hate a few weeks ago where, yeah, yeah, that's why that biker store is there. And when I waited tables, there were a lot of these rowdy biker people. It's much smaller scale. It's not a quarter million people, maybe a few thousand people come. But I always joked with my coworkers that we would play a game. We would go out after work and find all the bikers on the street and we'd walk up to them and go, Hey, you. Yeah, you. Fuck you. And just shove them and see who would survive. Whoever survives longest would win the game. Now, of course, we never played it. Yeah. Because we didn't have the balls. But this Antifa guy might have had the balls to play Hey, you. Yeah, you. Fuck you. With the bikers of Sturgis, South Dakota. And if he did, moron, he's at least earned more of my respect than the average Antifa person. I guess so. What does Gavin McInnes say? Like, you're not a man until you've been in a fight. There's probably some truth to that, although I don't... No, that's not true. I have been punched and I have punched as an adult, but it's been a long time. But it was somebody that thought that you were somebody else, wasn't it? I've been punched for mistaken identity and I have... <laughs> yeah, and I've been punched... Uh, for some, but just by some drunk jackass talking shit, oh. like bar fight type stuff outside of a bar. <laughs> but it's been, it's it's probably been well over. It's definitely well over five or six years since I've been punched or punched. Yeah, it's probably time. Hopefully not. Hopefully those days are over. <laughs> not that I ever really had those days. Anyway, uh, those count. <laughs> I think there's there's probably a little bit of truth to that statement though. It's not totally out of line. Um, I mentioned we had more on Seattle. There is, in fact, more on the Seattle streets. Black Lives Matter activists are um, we're, we're marching this week through the residential streets, telling the white tenants to hand over their homes and their property. Here are some of the scenes. Get the fuck out and give us all your to black and brown communities and indigenous communities to fucking pay for. Y'all, this city owes us. We don't owe the city, the city owes us. We want it all. We want everything that we supposed to have, period. And then some too, because everything we supposed to have ain't enough. It damn sure ain't enough. Not for all the years that we didn't have to suffer, it damn sure ain't enough. We want everything um, and then some. And you wonder why people tell you to kick rocks. Oh, dude. my God. The entitlement. <laughs> um, you know, gentrifying by definition means that the place that you live in is less shitty because of white people. 
So uh, I really don't know what your problem is. I'm sorry that you're too poor to stay in your shitty neighborhood, but guess whose fault that isn't? Mine. You want to take it up with Jeff Bezos? Please do for the lols. Please show up at Amazon headquarters and then take <laughs> this up with them and let's see how this goes. They probably have a better security force than the Seattle PD. That's that's for sure. Um, I mean, but they've got a point, too. I mean, like he, he's like almost there, but he's too low IQ to realize, like to complete the circle that they are pawns of white leftists, that they're being used by white leftists. Um, and they are getting pushed out of their neighborhoods because of white leftists. Uh, but, you know, that also counts for bitch with a mask that's in their group right there. Guy with a strobe light, also white. Chick with y- bright yellow hair, fat white chick with bright yellow hair. Like, look, look at the people that are supporting you, too, that are white. And you need to turn this shit on them <laughs> for the law. So it, it will come me. to them for sure. These people that think they're they're going to have uh, shelter and comfort. No, the, the mob will come for you. And what I thought was interesting about this exchange. Notice none of this has anything to do with police brutality. It has only to do with seizing of property and submission. Just about theft and submission. And so as long as these act, I mean, normally we have to accuse them of taking a mile when we offer to give them an inch. This guy is outright saying, if you give us an inch, we're going to take a mile. Right. Take his word for it. Don't give an inch. Tell him to fuck off. And uh, since you can't call the Seattle PD, get a gun. And you're going to have to go McCloskey on these people. That's for what's going to have to happen. Because they're God, not going to leave. Slavery. slavery was a mega mistake. Mega mistake. And we're going to be dealing with the ramifications of it for the rest of our lives. Um, yes, I agree. Although I, the, the, the way you're approaching that is noted. I, <laughs> but yeah, ethically, of course, <laughs> defensively, ethically, defensively, Susan, as, <laughs> uh, as noted by hot air editor, John Sexton, this group uh, isn't necessarily fringe either. Just before this scene, according to this reporting, this group had a meeting with King County council member, Guillermo Z- Zahile. Zahile seems interested in working with this group. These are people out there yelling at people, threatening to steal property, threatening people, all whatever. And they have a voice or they have a they have a an audience with the King County, at least one person on the King County Council. Anyway. Also Oh my god, I used to live in this city. Yeah, well for a long time. Thank God you're out. Good time to be out. Also in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, the Proud Boys went marching. I don't know why Kalamazoo or what's going on here, but the Proud Boys were out and they were marching around and they were um, they were physically attacked by Black Lives Matter and other counter demonstrators. At least that's the way I'm characterizing it. But that's not the way uh, certain other people have characterized it. Anyway, here's the uh, here's the footage or some of the footage of what happened.
Now watch the guys on the left just come in and punch them. You tell me who's the aggressor here. Peaceful protesters stand back after you're done punching them in the face. I think they practice like a fair amount of restraint. Um, I'm surprised they weren't sodomizing them with that American flag, like Gaddafi style, <laughs> after that Twinkie Antifa guy approached them. Defensive Gaddafi treatment might have been justified. I watched through this footage a few times trying to objectively assess who's attacking whom. And I don't see a lot of cases where the Proud Boys are attacking other people. What I see is the Proud Boys walking, other people following slash stalking them and intermittently uh, committing aggression against them. That's, that's what I see. But the reporter who took this video characterizes it as Proud Boys are attacking counter protesters and spraying pepper spray. Yeah, I um, I can't do this anymore. I just uh, what is this? 2016? The media is still lying based. You know, we can see video evidence that this is not true. Like, I can't do this for four more years. Skag. I can't. <laughs> you got you got other things to worry about, at least. Um. Now, I, I'm not clear if this this reporter who took the video actually works for Michigan Live here, but according to the Michigan Live story, as far as I can tell, that reporter is the only person arrested at the protest, which is bizarre. He was arrested by police and charged with impeding traffic. Uh, yes, Robinson, who was recording a Facebook Live video for M Live. So that's the other thing about this reporter. He's not just a guy with a camera doing it independently, even if he has a leftist a slant or a leftist perspective he's working for this um you know mainstream michigan publication and saying that the proud boys are the ones doing the attacking maybe there's additional evidence i i see them getting attacked and acting defensively and we'll see uh, presumably additional arrests are going to follow it was reported that there was basically no police intervention uh until after the violence had started the police were totally absent well into the event, but they did arrive once the, the violence had already occurred. Uh, so presumably police will be going through some of this video and making charges. I see several chargeable attacks in those short video clips, but we'll see. The, uh, anyway, if all of these, uh, if all of these scenes, have you worried of, uh, the world getting more chaotic, and, uh, and lawless by the week. Maybe you're thinking, like many people in the audience, uh, hey, it's time to get a gun to protect myself and my family and my property. Well, no, the correct answer is actually the opposite. This is according to law enforcement and a local reporter in Philadelphia. The correct thing to do is actually to turn in any guns you may have to the police and do it right away. Cadro here with an update on the story that I'm working hey on today. Today I'm talking about how city leaders are coming together with other community groups and the Philadelphia Police Department to combat gun violence. The city is seeing an increase in shootings. So city leaders are distributing this flyer which reads, save a life, turn in a gun. If you safely turn in a gun, that can help get it out of the hands of the wrong people. We're going to have a lot more information coming up on Action News on some new locations that should be popping up soon where you can turn in a gun that you're not using. <laughs> I could not hear a damn word that chick was saying because of her boob situation. What, what did she say? You didn't hear it? I was looking well, at her maybe, boobs. Maybe that's a good thing. She's saying that, hey, we've got a big murder problem in Philadelphia. It's increasing. 
And so cops are give up your gun. Cops have started a new program where you can tune. Tu- Sorry, now I'm distracted. Look at the still frame that it brought up for her. Look at those. I mean, right? Look at those chompers is what I'm thinking. Tig old biddies. Anyway, she's saying there's a murder problem. Police have started a new program where you can turn in guns that you're not using. So we've got this flyer here because any gun could be used by someone to kill to kill some other person. How will law-abiding people turning in guns do anything to stop criminals with guns? <laughs> Is there any evidence that the murders being committed in Philadelphia are are done by criminals who are armed with guns they got from law-abiding people? Right. Yeah. It'll save just one life. Show me one life has been cost or taken by some guy's uh, revolver sitting in his safe for the last 10 years. Yeah. I don't think so. At least yep. the tweet was uh, heavily ratioed. I don't have it in front of me, but this thing got, this was one of the viral tweets of the day thing was hilarious anyway i want to talk about uh, what's going on with the corona tyranny down under as uh as we have a lot of friends down in australia a lot of listeners of the show one of the best or at least most uh active listener groups way down in melbourne i want to pronounce that correctly too not just kamala but melbourne australia and as an outsider, I don't pay attention to a lot of what's going on with coronavirus and lockdowns in Australia. But what's happening there, as I said at the top of the show, this level of crackdown and tyranny makes what what's happening here look like we're living in the utopia of 1776 oh, yeah. or something like that. So if you haven't paid attention to what's happening in Australia and Melbourne specifically, uh, since Sunday, August 2nd, Melbourne has been in stage four lockdown. That means curfew between 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. The only exceptions are work, medical care, and caregiving. You can oh only. Oh my gosh, that's it? That's, that's it. You can what about o- food? Well, you, you can't. I, I don't think you can shop for food in, in the curfew hours. Like if you don't have food and it's nine o'clock, you're going to bed hungry, as far as I understand. Uh, but, but, uh, you can leave your home in, in the allowable hours for shopping for food or other essential items or exercise, but only outdoors and only with one other person. And if you're permitted, if you're leaving for permitted work, whatever that means. And then of course you have to be masked wherever you're going. You have to be masked. And how is this? How do you even enforce such a thing? Well, you have the police setting up checkpoints and stopping you and questioning people at random or based on dubious reasons or whatever. You have to have a a legitimate police state to enforce that sort of thing. But that's what we're seeing in Australia. We're seeing uh, hasty encounters like that. This week, a 21 year old woman was stopped on the streets of Melbourne. For not wearing a mask. That's how the that's how the conflict originated. Police say they decided to arrest the woman after she failed to provide identification, and then things turned violent. I have a couple angles on this incident, so uh, so you be the judge. Choking me! He's choking me! What the fuck? Let go of Get the fuck off me! Get the fuck off me! Get the fuck off me! What are you doing? You just kicked me. 
It's a man on a girl and you choked her. For what? For a mask? For not, for not having a mask? Look how pathetic you are. She doesn't have a mask. Are you serious? Are you serious just for not having a mask? For no mask? Are you fucking serious? You're fucking pathetic. We're about your meter and a half distancing, you fucking dickheads. You're fucking hypocrites. Okay, so that is the angle of the guy yelling there is reportedly her boyfriend filming. There are other people who are up in the buildings who also got video of this and pay attention to this one because the police claim is that they confronted the woman to talk about her mask and she's the one who initiated physical aggression um based on this footage kind of debatable i guess but again you be the judge this is the other angle you can see her move there i can't tell if she's trying to escape or if she's trying to hit him or what she's trying to do but that's that's some of the origin of the physical confrontation there. And then he moves her over. He puts her up against the wall, chokes her as she complains. And the rest of the confrontation continues. Ugh, this is so disgusting. So, uh, as I mentioned, the man filming is apparently the woman's boyfriend. Police claim the woman initiated physical aggression. And that might be true. It looked like she punched him in the stomach. However, I don't care. Yeah, it's, um, that can be true and that can be an issue. And you can still say that, listen, if you're going to have this weird police state where you're just confronting people on the street without any sort of probable cause, without any, if you're searching their person without any sort of uh, warrant where that's necessary, the more we, just like we talk about in the U.S. context, the more we set up situations where we're going to be confronting each other aggressively, whether we're police or whether we're the Karen mask police, uh, in civilian terms, the more you're going to have this sort of violent encounter, it's just going to happen. Police, as as I mentioned, claim that she initiated the physical aggression. Uh, so she's been charged with resisting police and assaulting police. But here's the here's the ironic part. The, the, the man in the original video can be heard at one point saying she has an exemption. She has an exemption. Leave her alone. And I wasn't sure. Well, is he just making that up to get her out of the situation? Or is that true? According to the police statement, as reported by CNN, quote, police made the decision to arrest the woman after she failed to provide her name and address. She also did not state she had an exemption for not wearing a face covering. Um, the police uh, said in a statement, oh, there's another there's another part in here that reported. Yeah. However, OK, so she's 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 being prosecuted for the physical aggression and the attack. But. Uh, as it reads here, she was not fined for not wearing a mask because she has an exemption, police said. So the very basis for this entire encounter is absent. There isn't one. Well, even if she didn't have an exemption, we should not be living in a police state where you can be approached for not covering your face when there's no scientific evidence that it's going to prevent the spread of a virus that I'm not even sure exists. So... Ooh, you're, you've gone, you're going far now. You're going full. Well, I mean, it, it, it exists and it's killing people that are really old and have terrible underlying conditions. Nobody would ever pay this much attention to the flu. Um, and then everybody's just bending over and taking it in the ass and wearing their face masks. This chick is, um, you know, this is real civil disobedience. Good for her. I don't even care if she swung first. I think that the guy grabbed her arm mm -hmm. and then she like tried to hit him in the gut. Uh, and she kicked that female police officer like, 
for her. Good for her. And she, she's, we're going to see more of this. She's certainly not the only one in Australia. She, in Australia, she's just the one that we may have the best footage of. Earlier this month, Victoria Police Chief Commissioner Shane Patton described ripping people out of cars for failure to follow orders and submit to police questioning. Here's what he had to say. We have Operation Sentinel, which is every day 500 police officers out and about uh, tasking, checking populous places, knocking on doors, a whole range of things. And there are consequences, and I want to be really clear on that. In the last week, we've seen a trend, an emergence, if you like, of groups of people, small groups, who classify themselves as so sovereign citizens, whatever that might mean, uh, people who don't think the law applies to them. On at least three or four occasions in the past week, we've had to smash the windows of people in cars and pull them out of there so they could provide their details because they weren't telling us where they were going. They weren't adhering to the Chief Health Officer guidelines. None they weren't providing their business. name yeah. and their address. We want you to stay at home. That's what the Chief Health Officer wants you to do. We expect you to adhere, you to, adhere to the Chief Health Officer guidelines. If you don't, we will be enforcing those. We will issue infringements. We will arrest you. We will detain you where we have to. <gasps> outrageous. <So> outrageous. <laughs> oh, my God. Sovereign citizens, whatever that means. It means citizens with rights, dude. Uh, again, you know, we have a social contract where we're provided with protection. We pay taxes so that the government um, will use them on things that we can't do ourselves. As soon as they overreach and this becomes a police state, and we're not getting the protection that we need, um, then we do. We no longer have to hold up our end of the bargain. And I think that a, a lot of that is that we don't have to comply and that we have a right to to resist. And when we do not have to give information like who we are and where we're going, um, this is just authoritarian horseshit. Yeah. And any person that resists this, uh, you know, I, I hope that that they get the that they their GoFundMe's can stay open and that they get bailed out of jail and stuff. And I hope they have the help of their neighbors. And again, it's I remember that point. It's not that it's fact; it's it's dramatization. But remember that um, that point in the Waco docu series where that FBI guy says, "If the civilians ever figured out that they outnumber us X to one, whatever it is, we're screwed. It's yeah. Tens and tens to one, we're screwed. So we have to keep them intimidated and afraid." That was a theme of, of that show, but that's exactly what you're getting here. That is to say, if the Australian citizenry ever decided to band together and tell these people to shove it, they have no hope. And th this is what but they've given up their guns. So they're totally fucked. And we, this needs to be a lesson to us in this country. If you have no underlying conditions and you are walking around with a face mask and you're, and you're not sick, you are doing a disservice to everybody else around well. you because you are because you're allowing this authoritarianism to creep in. And when, when we comply, um, we give them more power. I, the only pushback I would have on that is I still want to defend the individual's right to assess the risk for himself. And if he decides that he wants to wear a mask, fair enough. But I agree that I, I hope that we would all come to each other's defense for the right to make that decision for ourselves. And when we, yeah. when we don't, when when we decide that we're going to hand over the keys to our supposed safety and sacrifice all of our rights to these people, remember, this is exactly what happens. And it's it's comforting or it's easy to look at other places in the world and think, oh, that's that's down there. That's down under. That could never happen here. Well, 
Maybe, maybe not. We do have some constitutional protections. Those are only as good as the Supreme Court says what's on that piece of paper anyway. But as another point of caution, look what's happened here in just half a year. That's the, tra- mm-hmm. the trajectory. Do you think you or I would have believed any of the bullshit that we're seeing right now if you talked to us in October, November, December? I would not have. No, I wouldn't have. And I'm not saying that I think that the coronavirus doesn't exist. I think that it is kind of a non-issue that has been seized upon by politicians and the like to use this as an opportunity to um, take control of the populace. And that's really what I'm seeing now. And so that, that's why I said the thing about masks. Like we, we cannot comply. Like we, we can't do that as a society. We, we're going to end up like this if we give up our guns. We're, we're going to be totally powerless yeah, I, to I, the whims of the government. I don't think that we're anywhere near that level that we're watching, that we're looking at in Australia or Melbourne specifically right now. But I can't deny that the trajectory and a lot of public opinion is steering us in that direction. What Just, about that Post Falls, which is North Idaho, militia land, yeah. Walmart, mask lady? Yeah. Like, I see people around here in masks all the time. Well, that's that, that's what gets difficult to assess, too, because I agree that I don't I don't like it. And to me, it's a symbol of um, the adult blankie type thing. However, I don't know if the person wearing the mask actually agrees with me on the principles of individual liberty and the right to make that choice for themselves or if they're the person that would actually forcibly put a mask on me if they could. And I do want to make a distinction between those. Well, people. there's also a third category of people that just don't want to be bothered by other people. Yeah. And those people are sheep. Um, yeah, I think that is a, that's a personal that. weakness. You should be brazenly not wearing a mask. You should not be patronizing businesses that require you to wear a mask. And if somebody um, if somebody approaches you about it, you should have some kind of quip ready <laughs> where you can tell that person to go get fucked. That'll work just fine. You can use that. Yeah. One. Yeah, this is this has gone too far. This was supposed to last for two weeks and we've allowed it to last for six months because we have been acquiescing at every turn. It is time to stop doing this. Coronavirus is over. Um, It doesn't matter if people get it. It's the the masks are not reducing transmissibility. Everybody stop being such a giant vagina. (laughs) This is so ridiculous. Stop. Everyone. I I agree. I certainly thought there would be higher levels of resistance in my neck of the woods, too. I thought that when this mask order went into place, there was going to be mass noncompliance and a lot of trolling. And I've done my fair share of noncompliance and trolling, and I've seen my fair share of noncompliance and trolling. However, I would estimate that even around here, maybe 20%, maybe it's 20% of the population that's doing that. The vast majority of people are doing the mask thing, which is... Also hilarious because what's happening in Montana cases are much higher with a mask order in place than they were without. Yeah. And naturally the answer is that's because we're not masking well enough. Yeah. Just like back in April or May when we weren't masking at all. So well, it doesn't matter. I mean, if, if this is all true and the virus is just going to continue to spread through society, then it, it does. It doesn't matter if we wear. Masks. Yeah, we're kidding <laughs> ourselves at some level. You can't. Yeah, there's no you cannot hide from this virus. You can't. There are some things you can do to potentially slow the spread. But it seems perfectly obvious that herd immunity is going to have to be achieved. You're not going to achieve it through vaccination, both because those are hastily developed, it appears, and because you're going to have people not taking them. I will never take their stupid coronavirus vaccine, never in a million years. So how am I going to get immunity if I don't have it already? Herd immunity. That's how. Yeah. 
and I will do what I, obviously I'm not going to intentionally infect anyone's grandma. I'm not going to go to any nursing homes. I'm not going to hang out with vulnerable people. I'm not going to go riot and loot all the vulnerable kids at the Ronald McDonald house in Chicago and spread coronavirus to them. I will keep to myself. I simply want the freedom to, I simply want that freedom and I'm happy to extend it to other people as well. I'm not going to keep to myself. I'm going to continue living normally. That yeah. is the goal here as yeah. normally as I possibly can, considering all the restrictions. Um, but you know, did you hear Fauci? I saw Fauci, a uh, clip of Fauci on Tucker, where he's talking about how this is like an inconvenience for people. People have lost their jobs. Yeah. People have lost their homes. People's entire lives have been uprooted. Old people are dying alone. People are, this is chaos. This is absolute chaos. This is not a, a minor inconvenience for people. It's a minor inconvenience for super rich people. Like just him. have to hang out. Yeah, government yeah, bureaucrats with guaranteed incomes and security forces. Exactly. But for, for the average individual, this is not a minor inconvenience. It is a total upheaval of everything that we know and care about. Yes. And it cannot be tolerated anymore. Is that worse than getting the virus and having a, what, 0.01% chance of dying? Like, no risk of fatality if you're under 30 um, is that worse living in fear? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done. I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. We'll see. I think that that perspective is going to gain a few more each and every week, though the trend has been slower than I expected, but you're speaking my language for sure. It just, I'm just so disappointed in people. Yeah. But I think that we got to maintain the optimism or the good attitude to persuade the people that we need to persuade. And I think, I think you're doing a hell of a good job there. That, that Can we a, do that though? Are people still persuadable? Got to try. Well, what are we doing? What are we doing here? If <laughs> if they're That's not true. persuadable, we might as well be uh, loading our own ammo and not doing this show. No, because this is cathartic for my mental gotcha. health, and as is everything else in the world, this is about me, of course. Well, uh, then you need a break. So come back <laughs> forty minutes from now when the sounder is over. <laughs> Now, the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? I, I love when the sounder is perfectly applicable. And today's oh, exactly today's story, it's perfectly applicable. So tell me what happened. It wasn't backwards, though. It's just off. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, dang it, it isn't backwards. Just the orientation is crooked. Mm. Close enough. For all you swastika drawers, it's an S. It makes an S, but it's at a 45-degree angle. Yeah. Come on. Um, So on Monday, LaVette Irvin arrived at her house in the 1800 block of Clay Street. This is actually an apartment complex. This is uh, to see her mother. Albany, Oregon, the location, uh, yeah. Yeah. And found the N-word and swastika spray-painted on the vehicles close to the apartments of, of her mother and sister, um, the apartment that her mother and sister share. So I read two different articles about this, and I got uh, different information. But the two cars closest to the Irvin family's apartment and a third car belonging to a gay man. The Irvin family is black, but I think the gay man's white. And so two of the cars had swastikas, and one car had the n-word hard r wow sprayed on it and i'm pretty sure that the the swastikas were on the black people's cars and the n-word was on the <laughs> white gay guy's car and it seems like a real missed opportunity to spray paint faggot right <laughs> <laughs> a real missed opportunity I, I guess so 
Oh. That's how I know this is bullshit. Um, and other reasons also because it's never on the body of the car ever. It's very kind vandals yet again, strictly staying to <laughs> the windshield and the rear window, only the glass, not on the paint job of the car. Thank you for being very kind, racist vandals. Right. Uh, is one of them backwards? People in the live chat are saying the one's one backwards. on the back window of this Honda is backwards. Oh, you but were right. But the one that's on whatever this, what are these cars? Like uh, PT Cruiser or whatever this, I don't know what this car is. Something like that. Um, so this was a black chick that did this for sure. Uh, <laughs> guaranteed. This Levette Irvin or her mom or her sister is clearly responsible for this. Um, also, why would you, why would you pay, spray paint a swastika on a black person's car? I'm seeing a lot of inconsistency about the message. I don't know. Like if they were Jews, I would get it, but they're black. I don't know. And then the N word goes to the white gay guy. They've got this all wrong. Yeah. Uh, all wrong. There's going to be some sort of uh, insurance claim that is only going to safe light glass repair or something like that. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to find out we've seen this story before and it's usually some sort of insurance, insurance fraud. They probably had a, we going to be rich. They probably have like, you can look closely in this picture. There's probably some chips in the windshield that they need fixed. And so they're just going to go fund me a new windshield with a spray painted swastika. Well, they want the attention too. Well, bonus. Yeah. Mm. anyway last story i have is not really hoax hate kind of but it's from my neck of the woods and i was so dismayed by this story yeah. this week when i got back home uh, i was so annoyed to see this because the original story is uh, my home city bozeman montana bozeman installs first rainbow crosswalks oh why oh great why? rainbow crosswalks uh, uh at the intersection of wilson avenue and mendenhall street installed on thursday and um of course, what's going to happen if you put political messages of any type, but specifically rainbow crosswalks in the street? What are you inviting? You're inviting burnouts. Now, it's not it's not clear that a burnout is what happened here, but less than 24 hours after the rainbow crosswalk was painted, tire marks were found on the crosswalk, though it's not even clear that these uh, these marks are burnouts or just regular tire marks you'd find on on any street. You be the judge and tell me if this is a hate crime in Bozeman or not. Jada McClendon here with NBC Montana and Bozeman. Um, I am back at the intersection of Mendenhall and Wilson. Um, I was here yesterday morning showing you the rainbow crosswalks that were a partnership between the city of Bozeman, downtown Bozeman partnership and gender equality Montana. Uh, those crosswalks have now have tire marks on them, but you can see there's tire marks on the... Uh, that's it. The top of your screen there. Does that even look That's like it? burnouts? That just looks like t look at every other part of this crosswalk. Like even the old white paint has uh, tire marks dirty. across it. Yeah. All mm. right. Uh, crosswalk. This happened less than 24 hours after these crosswalks were painted. I was here, like I said, yesterday morning watching the street crews paint these crosswalks and now they do have tire marks on them. And I did reach out to law enforcement to see if they have any information and I'll let you know what I find out. Again. What low IQ horseshit is this? Uh, people paint stuff in street, cars drive over <laughs> it, and then everybody gets mad. Yeah, and this is not some uh, independent reporter on the street with her phone. She's working for NBC Montana. She's working for the NBC affiliate major national media corporation in... That chick? Yes. With the face for radio over there? Well. Yikes. I'm... At least the chicks on Fox are hot. <laughs> this is big budget news production around here. That's the point. So we have 
city resources being used. Now, the, the, the supporters say, oh, the paint was paid for by some local gender equality charity. Okay, but you still worked with the city to waste their time on making decisions here. In a city that is rapidly growing, we got a lot of infrastructure needs beyond rainbow crosswalks. And it's public property. And then you're going to tell me that driving a car across it is some sort of hate crime or imply that and then say, we're working with police to try to find more information as though police don't have more important things to do. Police don't have a suspect identified because there's no crime committed. Are all the tire marks across the white parts, the old white parts of this crosswalk criminal as well? It's. I like to laugh at this stuff from afar. I don't like seeing it in my neck of the woods. So. That's precious public property that could be covered appropriately with swastika. <laughs> well, seriously speaking, the, the, the organizers of this crap say, um, oh, it's to show that Bozeman is a welcoming city, welcoming to all. Okay, well, I think that um, Trump supporters and police have been particularly harassed in society the last few months. And so I would like a black uh, or a Blue Lives Matter crosswalk. And I would like a MAGA 2020 crosswalk so that Trump supporters <laughs> and, and police supporters know that they're welcome in this town too. Or is it only the special groups? Is it only the special groups with their special stripes on the rainbow crosswalk, apparently? Anyway, nobody's immune to this crap. We're all going to face it eventually. Anyway, should I go yeah. down and do a burnout on this? I could head down tomorrow. I don't know if that's yeah. criminal or not. And then do a burnout and then get out and take a huge dump on it. <laughs> I would never stop laughing if that made the local news. And, if that uh, made national news. Man arrest for, arrested for taking a shit on crosswalk, refusing to wear mask. I'll be a real American hero. <laughs> the headline would be that you weren't wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. All right. That's, uh, that's a show. We can catch up with, uh, with chat before we get out of here. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, guys. As I mentioned, Laurel is where we left off in Super Chat, if you're ready to carry on there. Sure. Uh, Tucker Carlson says Kamala was picked because she has no moral values and will do whatever the party elites and donors want. That's probably true. That's a she clearly is not a woman of principle. Yeah, I no, think that's fair no to say. Indeed. Flying Mikey's shop. They picked her because they want to lose. It will guarantee Trump's reelection and total chaos in the streets. It's what the Dems want. Just look at what's going on in all of the Dem cities. Mm. That's probably true. Uh, Mr. Rich, low pitch. Some people say they're riding with Biden. I feel like Kamala was riding Biden a few days before he picked her for VP. Yeah, right. Like that dude can maintain an erection. Ugh. <laughs> I didn't mean to take the wind out of your sails. No, there, there's uh, another that was one. also a pun. There's another one right here that's good. Yeah. Uh, Mount Hood says Willie Brown has some real in-depth poll data on Kamala. Ayo. Also good. There's a lot of good Pretty ones good. tonight. Jason Yumoto says, uh, our theory in Western Washington is that the DNC is using its internal polling to push toxic Biden Harris with the, ex the expectation they will probably lose in November. That way they won't tarnish the other 2024 establishment candidates. Toss the garbage out to lose. Maybe that's plausible. I'm open to any theory because the Kamala pick is so weird to me. It's just, it's, it goes against, if I were to rank the potential pick, I, I could I could probably name ten wiser choices than her. If I was uh, I advising them, miss a whole group of people. Was that not the right Laurel? Um, chat? maybe did Laurel? Oh yeah, you're good. Good, fine. Because there is a Laurel. No, one Laurel down, said something down lower. You're right. Oh wow, we almost missed like a. So ton I of will mark. On. Let's see. I'll mark where we just left off. 
Thank you for clarifying because you're right. We would have missed a bunch. Uh, I'll um, mark where we're leaving right now. It's uh, thanks, Laurel. It's Andrew. So go down lower and I'll mark Andrew so we remember that. Okay. Uh, so Laurel is the next one. Or yeah. Yeah. I'll go back to the that. first okay. Laurel. Uh, my my brother-in-law. That one. Mm-hmm. Okay. My brother-in-law got COVID. One of my subscribers uh, got me the forbidden hydroxychlor. I'm not going to finish that uh, medication. <laughs> Can you not even say it. <laughs> I well, I don't want to in case yeah. we get show it. Um, I got it to him. He made a full recovery. Was it the hydroxy? Maybe we'll never know. But subscribers rock. Wow, that's super cool, Laurel. That is that is pretty awesome. That's and, impressive. Um, yeah, all the best with that situation, of course. Obviously, Long Dong John Biden or his handlers picked. Picked wrong without a doubt. Kamala as VP pick is going down about as well as an orgy at Melbourne Quarantine Hotel. You guys are funny tonight. I still think Karen Bass would have been worse, though. I don't know much about Karen Bass. So I but Kamala is way low on the list. Knuckle hunky buck. If you start typing Nancy Pelosi in a Google search after the State of the Union address, one of the first search suggestions was Nancy Pelosi. Rest in peace. (laughs) Talk about Google getting your hopes up. Oh man, yeah, you were you were uh, hopeful that day for sure. Yeah, a bug says here is ten boogaloo bucks just so I can share that I'm a proud owner of my first firearm, a Ruger. Is that right? Yeah, SR40C. Thanks to the beautiful wife who introduced me to this awesome pistol. Wow, glad to hear. Congratulations and enjoy the gun. Uh, Nicholas Van Neel, I heard that the case is still to be heard in the court of appeals. And this decision was made out of session by a judge trying to make a name for herself in the DNC. I would be so happy if that's this being the younger case. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to follow Uh, that one. I'm I'm interested to see what happens there. And of course, hopeful for that dad. Um, arson inventory. I have a truck, a shovel, enough gas. Investigator. Don't get him wrong. Why? Sorry, dude. Uh, I envy. (laughs) Um, I yeah. have a truck, a shovel, and enough gas to get to Texas and assist. Also, don't forget, stay strapped or get clapped. Yeah. That sounds I like you're trying to prevent people from getting gonorrhea, though. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, but it's not going to be a choice very soon. I agree. What? Everyone's going to get gonorrhea? That's one way to put it. Yeah, you're going to get clapped if you don't take this opportunity to get strapped. Although it's very difficult these days, not only to find reasonably priced firearms, but ammo is all but impossible, at least in any normal caliber. So hopefully you got something around the house. North Idaho Cabela still has um, tons of nine millimeter. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. I, maybe I'll buy through for you or maybe I'll drive over there and get some. you can't find nine mil anywhere. And I, I have some, really? but not a lot. I need nine. I, I haven't checked in a few months, but last time. Oh, well, I bet it's gone now. Next really? time you're like in there, look. A month and a half ago. Next time you're in there, look and tell me what's in there. If if they have a lot, I will pay you money to buy it for me. Okay. Hmm. You can have some of my stash. Just kidding. Nobody's getting <laughs> that. Um, John Smith, so many crazy things happening. Got tested for COVID last month. Took 15 days to get results back. Positive, but all good now. Now I'm moving to Texas, from Texas to Colorado Springs. You guys are keeping my sanity. Oh, well, all right, cool. Good Colorado luck with Springs the move. is cool. Yeah. Michelle Malkin lives there. Does she? Um, huh. Yep. Ryan F. Blonde has supersized the spice since giving birth. Can't wait to see what baby two, three, and four will do. Is the spice <laughs> increase linear or exponential? I don't know. I kind of thought that having a kid was going to make me scale it back, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm worse now. We'll see. We'll see what Susan does. I don't know how long Susan lets this last. 
Yeah, Scarlet Bear. Both sides of her family owned, still own slaves. Uh, are you talking about Kamala? Yeah, she's, uh, never forget, she's descendant of a slave owner in what, Jamaica or something like that? <laughs> Moo Fisto says, I hope Clive Palmer wins his suits against Western Australia. Corrupt asshole Mark McGowan and the liberals shoved through a bill without any scrutiny within one week. And that was a very generous donation. Thank you, sir. Thank Poor you. And, uh, and I am not going to be niggardly. Godspeed to all down under, man. It is looking absolutely insane down there. I know. Austin Lord finished watching last week's show today and the police shooting freaked me out because I almost answered the door armed to the cops the other day. Glad I looked out the people first. Be well, you two. Always look out the people. Yeah. Good, good call. And uh, man, that's that story is a rough one. Shotgun William says, old camel toe is taking a knee to the top. <laughs> uh, Mark Watson. Wait, two black daughters, not two Indian daughters. Patriarchy preference for identity. Isn't that a red card? Uh, yeah, like they're, they're, they're not black. They're barely black. Um, Citizen seven. Fun fact, a finish to English translation of the word Kamala is horrible. I'm not even. Kidding. Yeah, I've seen the Google translate. Yeah. Rorkster, no note. Thank you. Uh, Plum Logan, waiting for Joe to stump speech about coma law, rubbing his blonde short and curlies. <laughs> Ugh, I just got a, a real visual. visual of it. Sam from Ohio. This week I went to Minnesota for the first time to visit some family friends. Apparently they live about a block from Kyle Rudolph on Lake Minnetonka. I thought might might. Matt might find that interesting. That's pretty cool. If they know Kyle Rudolph is the Vikings tight end or one of the Vikings tight ends. Um, tight end. It's okay. <laughs> nice place to live for sure. Hopefully the riots don't head out that way. But, uh, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed your trip. Thanks for supporting the show. David Richardson, Kamala Trump didn't act to stop the pandemic. Also the action he took to stop the pandemic crashed the economy. Yeah, exactly. All sorts of contradictions like that, that are insufferable. Furious Dan, for the debate, Trump should bring ex-cons that Harrison prison in the First Step Act released. Um, that would be really funny. <laughs> yeah, that and would be a good one. We do it. Yeah. The long story. Um, Adam left Tim Pool's podcast recently, so I guess there are no contenders for my time other than Beauty and the Bait anymore. Who's Adam? Uh, Adam was Tim's uh, co-host guy. I, I haven't seen a lot of their show, but I was not aware that he left. So. Why'd he leave? Because Tim took off his hat and he realized he was bald. And he's like, oh. I don't I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know Adam Weller. I don't know what happened there, but I don't even know who he is. So I, I am not gonna, I am not going to be niggardly. speculation. Thank you for supporting the show. Jacob C. Um, evening, gang. No question tonight. Just hoping your guys break was as relaxing as my own getaway. Hence why I wasn't on last Sunday's stream. Keep that sanity safe space strong and Godspeed. It actually wasn't because my husband was out of town and I was watching the baby alone for two weeks and it was really hard. Is he back yet? Are you done or he's is, back? Oh, nice. Yeah. Roosevelt, you asked why my can't why Cannon was murdered. He was murdered because it is illegal for whites to live in peaceful neighborhoods. We shouldn't have to live like this, and the founding fathers didn't want us to. Mm. Spicy. Dang. All right, now I think we're caught up to where we were. So Andrew's up next. Uh, Kamala is the most contemptible political liar in America. Considering the Democrats in office now, it's quite an achievement. And Joe, my dad has dementia. I see all the same symptoms when Biden talks. Yeah, it's going to be rough for him. And it seems like it's, it's getting worse fairly quickly. So him making it to election day, I think is even, is even, um, questionable at this point, but I'm telling you if they win, 
if there's a, if election day happens and then we have a whole bunch of mail in or whatever, the day it's declared Biden watches on. I, you could see him bow out the second that the decision is officially made and he's declared the president of the United States. I'd be shocked if under any circumstance he makes it to inauguration day and is inaugurated president of the United States. Very surprised. Called the Bohannon. I haven't watched Beauty and the Bay in years. I know politically where Blonde is, but has Matt moved to the right at all? Is he still sibnatting his way around the boomer reading material library? I think you have. <laughs> I think I, th- I, I think I've stuck by pretty much every principle I've held uh, throughout the duration of this show. I think um, sibnatting away is what's the boomer reading material library? I guess I'd have to hear like a specific question or a specific issue. But uh, I'll defend you on that one. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't know, I'd have to hear more. Thanks, Coley. Bridge burner 77 blonde. I wish you were right about this COVID nonsense being over in November after the election, but it's much bigger than the election, in my honest opinion. But that said, you look great tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I hope I'm right, but I'm probably not. Um, Jason Yomoto. More and more people from my area are only going to Seattle armed in some fashion, sometimes open carry. People are actively talking about kicking Antifa out if they show up in town. By the way, Matt, isn't it the Harris-Biden ticket yet? Yeah, I think that's a fair way to put it. JB, screw my woke uh, my woke in-law. Yeah, thanks for the same. You must Sorry. have a family dispute about tuning into this show. Thanks for yeah, really. sticking with us. The slugly known note. Uh, Mufisto again. I forgot to say the Bill McAllen... Um, and the liberals shoved through were specifically made to screw Clive over and shoot down any further suits anyone can make over a constitutional right to freedom of movement in Australia. Wow, I don't. Uh, thanks for supporting the show. I don't know. I am not going to be the legal technicalities of what's going on here, but I'm glad to hear that at least someone's putting up the legal fight in Australia. This stuff is insane. So good it's luck, crazy. Bill McPherson. Just remember, Kalamata, the brown <laughs> Hillary, is a blow for equality. <laughs> A uh, cop and field 2020. They got the black vote locked up. Oh, oh so wow. many layers. Bill, hey, oh, Bill, Bill. Yeah, you got a lot going on in that one. Thank you. Eric Burns March. Since racism, racism has been declared a public health crisis. Will the Dems put who white people in quarantine? I don't know. That's a good question. It logically follows. We might be headed that way. Susan Svenks says, uh, I don't know what the fuck that emoji is. It looks like an avocado with a party hat on. Is that I was going to say at? a bird. I don't know, but it, it dances it if you move your cursor over. It is a dancing avocado bird. Thank you, Susan. Mm. Um, Bain Trump reporter was arrested in old domestic charge, which victim decided not to pursue state did anyway. Um, Colbert asked Kamala about believing Joe victims debate. She admitted basically to just trash. Did Okay. So I haven't seen that. I got to hear her answer. And if she's only mm-hmm. taking that serious question from comedians, Stephen Colbert, that's not good. Colbert, sorry. Just trash talk. Come on. Nova Zero. China's doomed. Food stores are lower than the government will report. Three Gorge Dam doomed much of their agriculture. China is net importer of food. Chinese mukbang is banned by the party. Uh, you won't hear about it because of rampant Trump derangement syndrome. Hmm. Well, uh, well I'll no to- mukbang. I'll have to check up on the story. I don't know much about it, but um, any damage, frankly, any damage to China at this point, uh, fair enough. I, I, I'm not sad about that. 
Polaris589, there are Dem moms in Ohio that were angry at Trump for wanting to open schools. The same moms are cheering Harris, who threatened a single mom with government violence due, due, due to her kid playing. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sershi. Uh, I think I'm saying this. Shirsi or Sershi. I always I, get I, this one wrong. I constantly mispronounce this beautiful Gaelic name. I'm sorry, Shirsi. Shirsi, I think. Um, with Biden's VP pick. Trump should legalize pot. He would get a giant bump in young voters and liberals, not leftists. I don't smoke pot. I just think it would bend camel. uh, (laughs) I do think it's a smart play. I don't know about like call for the legalization of weed federally or not. I do think it's a smart play for him to hit them on that, uh, on being the cop and the prosecutor. Sersha. Sersha. There you go. I think you got to go after their tough on crime uh, history. And how they how that contrasts to their defund the police or at least reform the police stances now. I must commit that to memory. Sersha. Sersha. Okay. I'll try to help you out. Rainer Chen. Uh, hi, guys. Long time no chat. As your local China news expert, I can help delivery some interesting news. CCP is apparently mobilizing their shields in mainstream media and on social media platforms. Just wait for the new narrative that anti-CCP is fascist but he wrote lashes mm. <laughs> okay thank you uh thank you i am not Esot- going to be niggardly esoterica unbound um reversal of races isn't the issue it's been eight weeks now since three-year-old shania gilmore and her 23-year-old eight-month pregnant mother were executed in baltimore sure. no one in the mainstream media or black lives matter gave a shit about their black lives that's also- for sure yeah in competent hands, mad I didn't go to the Trump boat parade in Clearwater, Florida yesterday. My neighbor said it was incredible. Kicking myself tonight. Thanks for my Sandy safe space for cheering me up. You are very welcome. I saw a little bit of news coverage of it. It looked uh, pretty big. So anyway, thanks, Mr. thanks for Rich, supporting. Low pitch. As much as I hate the Chicago mayor, it's good to see that Admiral Akbar is alive. <laughs> he even got some of his hair back. <laughs> Polaris 589. My single black mom is a nice house in the suburbs because she went to work and not to a bullshit protest. Yeah. Good. Well, funny how that works. Imagine that. Jesus, Hitler, Christ. Although I, I don't like this. Uh, for a while, Joe was considering mayor of Atlanta. Kesha Bottoms as his VP, which would have been the most hilarious ticket by far. Uh, by the way, check out CorbettReport.com for some eye-opening content. Well, thanks. Thank you. Dying Light of the West. Liberty is never inalienable. It must be redeemed regularly with the blood of patriots or it always vanishes. Of all the so-called natural human rights that have ever been invented, liberty is least likely to be cheap and is never free of cost. I don't don't know the the quote. I feel like I'm being trapped there because you never know if you're being trapped into endorsing like a quote from uh, some mind Kampf or something. (laughs) Which we have done before. I'm like, that's really right on. Insightful. Um, yeah, I, I agree with the general sentiment. The thing I would say that it about liberty never is never unalienable. It's not that it can't physically be done. It's that it can't be done morally. That would be the mm-hmm. philosophical case. Uh, you can yeah. you can remove people's rights. It's just whether it's a question of whether it's just or not in the philosophical sense. Um, Angry Bell Sprout. Did you see the video where Tim Pool is too scared to say anchor baby? He thinks it is any child of immigrants instead of just illegals or birth tourism ignorance or dishonesty what a pussy Ugh. i don't know i i haven't seen it 
So I can't, uh, I can't opine. If true, huge pussy. Sorry. <laughs> thank you, Tim. And thank uh, you, uh, Bell Sprout. <laughs> thank you, Tim. Yeah. Bethany W. I really shouldn't shit on other YouTubers. It, uh, it's, it's been poor taste. It is. I don't care. Yeah. Um, Bethany W. We had a Trump motor parade in Maine yesterday. We were attacked by Antifa. We never got out of our cars. Uh, they blocked, kicked, keyed cars, took flags, all because they don't agree with our Trump flags. Wow. Jeez. Holy cow. I hope you guys are okay. Um, Bobby Collins, quit being Milo Yiannopoulos, Matt. We stare at breasts, not teeth. Did you, I don't know what to say. Did you uh, see I, the chompers, though? Those were, those were I, huge teeth. I even had this huge gab rant about like breastfeeding be ex- breast being exclusively for breastfeeding, but like I just could not I could not stop looking at that chick's boobs. I mean, <laughs> giant boobs. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, doesn't matter. Says special shout out to my Shell Bell. We tie the knot next Saturday. Also your birthday, and I couldn't be happier. You two. What is that? I don't know. Can you jamokes? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Either. Also make me happy, but in a sandy, safe space way. Thank you, you two. You're welcome. Well, congratulations. That's good to hear. Congrats. And um, and also happy birthday. Um, Nicholas Van Neel says, permitted work means working for a workplace that is allowed to operate. Most are down to two-thirds production, and you need to carry a work permit in case the Stasi get you. Massa required out in commitoria unless exercise. That's insane. That's it. So you got to to be an operational business. You have to be permitted to work at that place. You have to be permitted. This is uh this is weird, scary stuff. And of course, the cops can stop you at any point to ask for those papers. Papers, please. Simply to earn your livelihood. Ugh. Reality Lobster Blonde. Gavin said, you're not a man until you make sweet love to Matt. But really, why did Tom Hanks get a Greek pass- passport? <laughs> uh, no U.S. extra treaty. And what is up with the weird tweets from celebs about pizza? It's because Pizzagate's real and because they're all pedophiles. Is it a revival? Um, yeah. Uh, Kurt says, hey, guys, it's time. Let's do this. You said it, Blonde. Hmm. Did I say it? I, mean, I said some Something stuff in this like episode. That. Yeah. Uh, I may I reserve the right to renege and be like, I'm just a crazy woman. Can we say that word? Nobody should Can listen we, to me. Is that one allowed? I'm a Ray nigger. <laughs> Defense. I'm just joking. I meant everything that I said. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eric Burns Marsh. Uh, the Constitution is four GD pieces of paper. George Jr. Houston. Yeah, uh, or down. nine nine justices who say what is on the paper and can make it whatever they want. Yeah. 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 Uh, Downskated had a family and friends hang out at and pool party just because we could. My aunt is the only Biden supporter. As soon as she walked away, we all started ripping Biden. Even the Sikh and the Hindu <laughs> hate her. Well, oh, row. be nice. Sorry, to your aunt. aunt. Yeah. And then push her in the pool. Uh, <laughs> Jackie Timmons says, Hey guys, did you hear about the derecho derecho? Am I saying storm in, in Iowa? No, it's like a category two hurricane, but in the Midwest, still tens of thousands without power and water since Monday. Very little national news coverage. I did hear about it, but because of Daily Mail, I've been kind of out of the news cycle this week, so I haven't heard anything about that. Um, Andrew Kirkbride, I agree with Blonde about the masks. Anyone who wears one due to a government order is a coward. I have not and will not comply with this bull, no matter the circumstance. Are you free? Or a slave, a man after my own heart, Andrew Kirkbride. <laughs> well done. Um, Thomas Stein, 
whoa, this is where I live, lol. I didn't even hear about this. Not getting any attention from me, I guess. Uh, Albany, Oregon? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know yeah, I don't know the story. Oh, Jordan says, now that I have a job again, here's some non-government Corona bucks. Bond, blonde, congrats on your wonderful family. Stay spicy. Matt, are you interested in C.S. Lewis? I think you would enjoy Abolition of Man. We've been talking about this. He's been reading um, or listening to Mere Christianity. I'm for- not finished up yet. I, I, I've been listening to Mere Christianity, trying to make the connection between natural law, natural rights, and Christian theology. And it hasn't made that connection to my satisfaction yet, although I'm not done. The one thing that it has uh, helped me think about is categories of morality which i mentioned a little bit last stream but morality to other people which is how most people think of it and how my former self did exclusively basically but morality to self and also morality to god the way he goes into those i think is very useful so it's well it hasn't it hasn't um satisfied the original purpose that i started listening uh, for which i started listening to it it has opened my eyes and mind in other ways. So I'm definitely open to more. Jamal got his message deleted. I apologize. The Susan apologies. Doug Blask. Here's some YouTube reparations for the oppression you suffered tonight. We're so, <laughs> we're so oppressed. Thank you. So oppressed. Ben Smith. Remember the good old days when Fauci said masks were bad and that anyone who questioned what he said were conspiracy theorists. I missed the good old days of 20 minutes ago. Or so it seems. <laughs> I hear right, you. Yeah esoterica unbound most people don't don the chin yamaka <laughs> because they assume the hassle of doing so um to be less than that of arguing the point yeah. and they start mandating vaccination we'll start seeing some real pushback that's probably i true. i hope yeah i hope yeah. yeah um rafael salvador speaking of corona have you guys heard of russia sputnik v vaccine everyone's spurging out um, cause apparently Moscow is skipping a few steps to test it to the general public without proof of efficacy. I did hear that um, story. I didn't look much into it, but yeah, Putin not says my precious Russians. Putin says he's got a vaccine and he gave it to his daughter was the story. I guarantee that's not true. <laughs> um, Darlene Cates, our favorite boomer, except for mama blonde. Uh, the guy who blindsided the turning point worker at Berkeley last year was arrested this week for attempted murder for stabbing someone Whoa. six to seven times. Christ. I forgot about that story. Thanks for the Me update. Too. I'll have to look into it. Reticus, the headline would be unmasked man dumped on rainbow after skid show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. Uh, all it would need is Matt and I made love. Also, Matt, you have to follow through um, with a mega crosswalk or two plus two equals. Those five. would be good. Yeah. Thank you. Black magic. You got deleted too. You got wicked. <sighs> a wicked hard. Wicked right in the tush. Um, Caligi. 88. What are the odds Biden gets bid accidentally real soon? Really soon. Gets coronavirus? The odds of him having something that prevents him from uh, accepting the office of the presidency after gaining it. I feel confident in saying that man will never serve a day as president of the United States, even if he wins the presidency of the United States. Yeah. Um, Jamie Clay, I thought Trump was a joke candidate in 2016 there to assure Hillary would win. So Kamala Joe will probably landslide into office. Yeah, Why maybe. do people want to keep lowering the bar? How low can it go? Oh, we can go lower, Jamie. We can go lower. We can do it. Jason Bolt. Uncle A's book uh, is full of great quotes. Yeah, did we get um, uh, did we get tricked? Is that is, is that what it what happened? Right I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I have not read Mein Kampf. I know it's hard for you people to believe, but I really haven't read it. Uh, although I have read the Communist Manifesto twice. 
I've read portions of it, not the whole thing. But, Communist Manifesto yeah. or Mein Kampf? Uh, uh, Manifesto. I've not read Mein Kampf. Mm -hmm. We probably should get on that. Uh, Noah Francis, the wife and I are leaving our jobs to start doing real estate, excited and nervous because we'll be our own bosses for once. How do you stay motivated as your own boss? Well, I don't stay motivated, as you can tell by my production. Matt keeps me motivated. <laughs> and then um, in my other business, my husband keeps me motivated. So mm -hmm. you're just going to have to motivate your wife, and maybe that'll work. At a certain level, necessity will motivate you because if that is the bread to be won for your family, someone's got to win it, so get to work. But for me, um, what's the most exciting about going into business for yourself and doing something yourself beyond just not having a boss looking over your shoulder is knowing, in theory at least, or in the old way of doing things around here, you were limited only by your talent and your effort. Now, of course, I have Susan holding me down with every force that she has. But back when we started doing this, it's like, man, you could, who knows what you could turn this project, whether you're doing real estate or whether you're doing YouTube or whatever you're doing, who knows what you could yeah. turn it into a month from now, a year from now, a decade from now. The only limitation is your own work, your, your own uh, effort and your own uh, talent. So just have at it. If, if you find that to be inspiring and motivational, I'm sure you'll do just fine. If you don't, then um, looking at your bank account and realizing that your family is hungry will uh, suffice. That will probably get it done as well. So good yeah. luck. That's exciting. And, and uh, all the best to you. All right, we're good. I just have a few over on uh, DLive and then a couple on Streamlabs, I think. Uh, let's see. Um, Fluffy. Oh, no, Fluffy's the one we left off on. Uh, Buddy over on DLive says, uh, hey, you. Yeah, you. Fuck you. I hope someone at uh, Sturgis decides to play my game. Maybe that'll happen. We're good on DLive. Let me... Um, Check out Streamlabs and we'll call it a show. Phil was the last one. Let's see. Uh, Laggy Lem just has like Chinese or Asian characters that I don't recognize. So uh, just a shout out to Laggy Lem for a. I am not going to be niggardly. For some kind support for the show. That is very much appreciated. Uh, thank you much. Don't vote Democrat says looks like the choices this election are law and order, uh, law and order. I don't know. And mass incarceration or guns, weed and anti-racism, uh, librarians or do you mean libertarians Far leftists and voters for justice reform have not had, uh, have not much choice. Looks like they will vote giant meteor 2020. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's always uh, such as American politics. You pick the um, you pick the 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 uh, least uh, lesser of two evils if you want to characterize it that way, or just the the person you may be able to live live with. Uh, yeah. Phil says you, you got to be careful with Phil. He might trap me. I <laughs> I definitely have to be careful with this one. So, uh, you know who lived in those historical black neighborhoods before 1900? White people. Uh, we owe nothing. Let's just put it that. I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> I'm just going to say it that way. Thank you, Phil. Redicus says, hate to say it, but Aussies gave up their guns without a fight. They need to come to, 17, to the 1776 realization that your politicians need to be afraid of their people, not the other way around. Without full uh, droplet protocol, the masks are just virtue signaling. Yeah, it is a shame, man. I mean, I, I hope Australians are able to band together and defend their rights. 
But it's awfully difficult to do that when, um, I don't know, what are you supposed to do? Go, um, yeah. You don't even have Steve Irwin to help you fight anymore. What the hell are you going to do? You don't have guns. You don't have the crocodile hunter. You're just going to have to, um, I don't know. You're just going to have to get scrappy, I guess. But seriously. Narwhal tusks for all. Borrow from the British. Borrow some narwhal tusks. I don't know, man. It's, uh, I, I hope I, there's got to be a way to restore that arrangement that you're talking about. Because, yes, that is the proper arrangement. Government should fear the people. When the government fears people, the, the citizenry, there is liberty. That's yep. the way it works. When you fear them, okay. you are subservient. You are uh, their subject. Kim says summer is almost over, and that means that I won't get to watch the entire stream live as frequently after school starts. So here's to trying to teach uh, in a socially distanced classroom. Keep up the great work, you two. Well, thank you for your support for the show, and uh, and good I luck. I am not going to be niggardly once the school year returns. Thank you. And Phil says, lastly, I'm with Blonde on this one. If NBC Montana is going to have diversity hires, they at least need to be attractive. <laughs> I know, New rule. Right? You have to get the, um, the Holly, Be Holly Berry's in here. Something like no, that. No, yeah, Holly Berry, not <laughs> Precious. Take note. <laughs> now I'm going to see that lady at the grocery store and be like, ooh, hope you don't watch the streams. Just kidding. I know you don't. <laughs> She's not the ugliest woman I've ever seen, but like, if you're going to be on TV, you got to be hot. Okay, fair enough. Or smart, and you know she's not, so. Well, uh, she definitely got an assignment that doesn't lend itself to appearing to be intelligent. Hey, go out there and complain about how there are tire marks on the road. Okay, well, that's a tough assignment. Good luck with that one. That's what I meant. <laughs> we'll go with that. Anything else before we get out of here? No, this might be the stream that gets us gone. Never is. I said a lot of stuff. Never is. It this is. this is the stream that's going to have full ads. You're going to see nothing but Verizon and Coca-Cola <laughs> all over it. Uh, nothing. Or those Dove ads about like um, uh, how a quality or how soap is for all types of skin. That's or exactly like that. it. Yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out with us live tonight. Thank you for your patience with Susan's weird technical issues. And if you're listening later on demand on YouTube or on DLive or on BitChute or wherever you may be listening. Thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. If you're looking for more material to listen to, you can't get enough, check out the audio platforms. They're linked in the description and on the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com slash podcasts. Anywhere you listen to your podcasts, you can find us. We got extra material you may not find on YouTube, including replays of Wednesday night's call-in show. You can listen to those. You can also email us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We'll be back next Sunday. Because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It is Beauty and the Beta. We'll see you then. Bye, guys.